Um, yeah, we can do this. Ready? Set? Sure. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, that's the Skype music. Oh, yeah, shit. Podcast. Here we go. Adam. All right, so talking podcast words. Um, so kind of the reason we got you on here, um, or how we got you on here, I guess, was uh, the last like three or four episodes. We were just like, Adam, Adam, hit us up. And that's what you did. Talk a lot of shit. So that's what happened. Um, For sure. And it's just, you know, we met what fucking... When you lived with Estep and, and Brian, yeah, for in the the first house in Fort Hood, right? Forever, I ago. think so. Yeah, um, and that was 2013. Yeah, uh, the first time we met, and then for whatever reason, you and Nate worked together, right? Uh, yeah, and that's just kind of the way the world works, right? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, Nate and I, we've obviously told our story a thousand times, but it's just. It's weird, but anyways, uh, we're here and we're talking. Lots of talking. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of. Like I emailed you earlier, it's kind of whatever, free flowing, outlying, like like the outlines of ideas. But like, yeah. uh, you know, what what are you doing? Thoughts of the military before the military, but we'll circle around it because I was thinking about it because I always try to relate it to me. I was like, I had thoughts before I joined the army about life they got more extreme not extreme more ingrained while i was in the army but then i kind of backed off towards the end part of my army time and now i'm like somewhere in between it's weird you know yeah yeah i don't know how do i get rid of this more your perspectives change right based on experience oh for sure i mean even just aging (laughs) yeah just like literally getting older but for sure Um, sure. my whole body hurts Right. <laughs> the old, yeah. Um, so you were obviously in the army. We all were. We all yep. were the intel side of the house, correct? Yep. Before Fort Hood, where were you? Uh, you training. You can go as far back as you want to. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Tell us about Adam. <laughs> so I joined in March of 2010. Uh, I went to basic at Leonardwood. Um, and then after that, straight to DLI. Learned Arabic, uh, then to Goodfellow, uh, and then after that, Fort Hood, and that's it. What were your thoughts about becoming an Arabic linguist? What was your reaction? What was your family's reaction? Ah, so I think my family was very happy with the job that I chose. They weren't, I don't think they were necessarily happy that I chose to join the military, but when they found out what job I chose in the military, they were excited for me for that. Um, and, um, when I went to the recruiter, I basically told them that I wanted to do a job with languages. So, um, they tried to get me to do special forces, um, because that was like a big push for them at the time. Um, and one of my buddies' dad was a sergeant major in the, uh, national guard. And so I sent him a big email and I was like, Hey, this is like, what I'm going through. Uh, this is what the recruiter's telling me. Uh, he's saying if I go special forces that I could go to DLI eventually and learn a language. Um, and that sounds pretty cool. And he's like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> he goes, he goes, look, I don't care how in shape you are. Like you're not going to make it through special forces selection. Like he goes, 
half the people that are in the army and prepped for that shit fail it. Um, don't no joke. Don't risk, you know, getting. It's like don't it's like risk getting months, reclassed. Right? Yeah. Well, and like yeah. if you fail out, you get reclassed to needs of the army. Yeah. So. Um, Which is usually like, like eleven bag bang. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, don't risk it. Here's this awesome job. There's a linguist. Go back and tell your recruiter that that's what you want to do. Um, so I did. Uh, he was deployed at the time. My friend's dad was um, in Afghanistan, I think. Or no, Iraq. He was in Iraq. Uh, and I think it was a month into my basic training, he actually died. Um, wow. Yeah, he had a heart attack, leading PT. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, Fuck. So that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if it wasn't for Keith Laborde, I would have been an eleven bang bang because that would have shout out to Keith Laborde. Shout out. Definitely Keith. would definitely would have failed uh, out of special forces school. Yeah, I actually I did the same exact thing. I actually had a contract, an eighteen X ray contract, and I went to Maps, and I was I was good to go, um, and I went through the physicals. And because I had uh, two shoulder surgeries at the time, I didn't qualify for jump school. So my it fucking my packet was void. So like, well, you could do X, Y, Z, or you could be a linguist. And I was like, well, what language? And they're like, well, we don't really know right off the bat what the language is <laughs> yeah. going to be, right? Until you get your orders at the end of basic, you don't know what your language is. Yep. So I got my, my orders, and it was uh, 35 Papa KP, which is Korean. And I was like, well, I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> so when were you at DLI? I was there June 2010 to uh, November of 2011. We graduated the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. God, that's a long time. Yeah. I was just getting on basic training, man. November of 2011. I yeah. was at DLI at the same time. I, well, and you were KP. We had an over. We had an overlap. So I got to. Yeah, I was KP. So I was. I got to DLI in August of 2011. So we okay. were there. So what? Two, three month overlap there. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't graduate until February 2013. So 18 months. Gotcha. Yeah. I right, um, carry on. Oh, you're good. Um. So yeah, uh, I wanted I wanted Russian. I was uh, I dropped out of I dropped out of college to join, um, and at the time I was uh, studying Russian in college a little bit. So I, I did a year of Russian and I did a semester of Chinese, um, and I knew I didn't want Chinese because Chinese sucked. Um, I was actually I know nothing. I know nothing about languages. I know that. Okay, so I know one thing about languages. I don't want to learn Chinese. <laughs> so I or, did. No, I couldn't, I should say. Uh, I did really well the first half of the semester uh, in Chinese because in the first half of the semester, it was just what they call pinyin, where it's English characters written with uh, Chinese accents um, so that you know how to pronounce it. Um, and then the second half of the semester, like halfway through, like they transition completely to using the symbols. And I could not learn the symbols for the life of me. So. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Every word. Every single word has its own unique symbol. Like, oh, yeah, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good with all that. No, yeah. thank you. I need phonetics. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Can't sound it out. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, man. 
Um, and then I guess background, I was, I was a, a foreign exchange student in Denmark when I was a junior in high school for a semester. So I've kind of always been intrigued in, with languages and uh, wanting to do things abroad. Um, and when I was in college, I was a political science major. I thought I was going to graduate and go work for the State Department. Um, that was kind of always my goal. Um, and my brother had been talking about how he kind of wanted to join the military, but they wouldn't let him because he had asthma. Um, that had always been a kind of a thing that he wished he would, could do, especially when he was calling me drunk and, you know, we're having bro talks. <laughs> and <Been> there. <laughs> uh, both, of, both of our grandfathers served in World War II. Um, and we didn't have a single cousin or uncle that served. So it's kind of one of those things that we're like, it's kind of weird um, that they both had such like a history of service yeah. and no one in our family had. And so I had always wanted to be a pilot in the Air Force when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of like going on a loop. No, you're good, man. Good. I love it. <laughs> fucking uh, Top Gun very, segue real quick. Yeah. It's very relatable. Who didn't want to be a fucking pilot? Right. Yeah, right. Um, and then when I got to like middle school, I think probably I was like, nah, I'm too nerdy to be a pilot. I like, and I wanted to learn like to be an aerospace engineer. That was, that was my like goal. And then I got to high school and I hated math cause I had a shitty math teacher. And so that's when I started liking languages. So like, I don't know, there was always a part of me that wanted to join the military. After I joined my mom kind of said that they were shocked that I did, but at the same time, like, they weren't shocked at all, if that makes sense. Because I kind of sprung it on them. I didn't tell them that I was doing it at all. And I had kind of gone through some rough patches in college. I didn't know how to study at all. I was very poorly disciplined. Um, And so I was about failing out of college, and I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to let them kick me out. I'm going to leave on my own cards. (laughs) Join the military. And I mean, since then, I mean, I'm, I'm back in school now. I, I learned learned discipline and learned how to study. If, if that's if there's anything that DLI taught me, it's how to study. Yeah, you don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I almost I almost failed out of DLI three times. They tried to kick me out three times, um, but my teachers fought for me because I was working my ass off. I think I spent what twelve hours a day ish in the schoolhouse, um, and then I'd go home and do my homework. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your school, there's a campus of it, like, three minutes away from my work. Nice. Yeah. It's in Aurora, right? Yeah. Yeah. Adam, where are you from? I'm from Iowa. Okay. Yep. So. Go Cyclones. Grew up in a, yeah, I went, I actually went to Iowa State for the second half. That's where I dropped out of. I started at University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls. Um, Went there for a year and a half transferred to Iowa State to try to follow my girlfriend there. Um, and that, that will happen. And really, You're putting it on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, we've all been there. Yep. Yeah. You know, girls will do that right. to you. So you're, all right, so you're at DLR. No, let's say somewhere between DLI. Somewhere. Maybe, maybe before. Maybe in between it or at it. Whatever the hell I'm trying to say. Expectations. What do you think you're... What are you thinking you're going to do? Dude, I thought I was going to travel the world. <laughs> that was like my number one goal, right? To just like go everywhere and see everything. 
Um, you hear about people like my father-in-law, for instance, he did, I think, four years in the Army, um, and he went to Honduras, he went to Turkey, he went to, like, three different places in the United States, like, in a four-year enlistment, you know? Yeah, that's how my dad's, I mean, my dad was in the Navy, so it was a little easier, because he was on a carrier. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, Kenya, Australia, Diego Garcia, by the way, if anybody ever meets my father, just say, hey, you ever been to Diego Garcia? <laughs> He's your best friend. Japan, Korea, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But and he was only in four years, so Yeah. But same. yeah, maybe it's a little easier. But yeah, all right. So by the way you answer that, I'm gonna say you didn't travel the world. I did not, no. Oh, I shit. had one duty station at Fort Hood, Texas. Oh, and uh very shortly at well, not very shortly. We got we got our mission probably three or four months after I got there. Um, and I was put on mission platoon and was working shift work for about a year and a half. Um, Shout out to mops. Yeah. Right. Um, so I did, I did a lot of Intel work, you know, typical Intel work, um, all without ever deploying. Um, (laughs) that's one of the things that, uh, sometimes I think some people don't realize maybe, I, I think maybe even more like a. I think sometimes people in the army might not realize it as much as like civilians oh, yeah. don't. For people sure. in the army, oh, you're intel. Like, like, dude, I actually have not to be like high and mighty, but like I'm making an impact there. Yeah. Every like every day I go to work. I'm not saying you, that your training to go over there isn't important, but yeah. I was doing it. Yeah, I mean, every day. I mean, I had linguist friends that were over in like fucking three core or first cav, and they also didn't deploy in their three years at Fort Hood, but they were in a tactical unit. So if you don't deploy, you're not doing shit, you know? So that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that where, you know, I I feel like my, my impact or whatever was not what I expected it to be, but I do feel like I did make a positive impact, I guess. I don't know. You did your job, right? Exactly. Yeah. You had a job to do. You were sitting in a skiff, right? Yep. Hot ass Fort Hood, Texas. <laughs> Fucking yeah, that skiff was so cold. It oh, was. Yeah. It was great. It, it, it I definitely loved was. It. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. I got lucky when I got to Fort Hood. You know, it was like same thing. Three months later, I got the the MC12 mission. And it was one of those things like, hey, do you want to deploy? Yeah. Okay. Well, here you go. This is what you're doing. And shortly after, went to Beale, and then fucking deployed but it's it's really luck right it's all about timing i happen to be in a the same platoon as e-step and yeah. you know when it came up of course landon being landon was just sure dude we're doing this like yeah. bro, i don't know you and you're the loudest little guy i've ever met in my whole life and, and like, i think yeah. i think i probably could have got on that deployment um but i think by that time by that point i was kind of my my idea of the army was pretty jaded, and I was pretty ready to be done. Yeah. So, wasn't about to volunteer to go overseas. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fort Hood had its had its way of doing that. We were lucky. Oh though. yeah. West Fort Hood was like. Yeah. It was the chillest so spot ever. Yeah. I mean, compared to main post, we had nothing. Yeah, I mean, since since leaving the military, anytime some I hear someone talking shit about Fort Hood, I'm like. Did you never leave base? Like, right. Yeah. Probably never yeah. got to get out of there. 
I mean, yeah. Fort Hood was a fantastic place as long as you could get away from the flagpole. Oh, yeah. There's a ton to do there. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good time, good time. It was. I had a question. I forgot what it was. Uh-oh. Uh, How'd you feel about the job you were doing? Good, bad, indifferent? I think a little, into too much I, think, I think a little bit of all of it um, at different times, you know? Yeah, um, I guess. When... When I first started, um, I actually was pretty, like, uneasy about it. Um, when I first started in Mops, we were doing a lot of actions. Um, and we didn't really see much in the, like, target packs or anything like that. So we didn't know anything about the people we were going after. Um, and that made me really uncomfortable, not knowing, you know what the reason we were going after these people was and like so, kill, like killing folks you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i was about yeah. to say just for clarifying action meets to either uh oh geez how do i say this warheads on foreheads at the very minimum uh roughing somebody up while arresting them uh yeah. and then adam was referencing the atari package so if he's doing intel work to kind of be the finishing product uh yeah. the target package would have to kind of sell us on it and sometimes it wouldn't, and as a lower enlisted in Fort Hood, Texas, how are you going to say, uh, sir, I know you're on the ground in Nangar province, but <laughs> right. I don't think so. No, yeah, not, right. it's not going to happen. Right? We were All told right, to sorry. go after someone, so we go after yeah. someone, you know? Yeah, you um, have a job. Exactly. Um, but there were times that, you know, stuff would happen, and I would be like, oh, shit. Maybe, you know, maybe we do know what we're doing. Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe I might not be getting, getting the intel fed all the way down to me on why we're going after these people, but I think what we're doing is, is right, I guess. Or the people that we're going after is, there's a reason for it, you know? Um, and so I was able to justify it pretty quickly, I think. Um, and... Then by the end, I mean, like I said, I was pretty apathetic about the Army for a while there. Um, I ended up failing my research, um, and that sucked. And I went back to, like, weed-eating detail. Wait till they find then, out what you did after the Army. And then, yeah, right? <laughs> so, after, what's funny is, like, after wait, failing... Wait, wait, hold on. Is that ironic non-Alance Morissette or ironic Alance <laughs> Morissette? I, I don't know. I think... I don't know. We'll get back to that. Yeah, right? <laughs> so after I failed my research, they uh, they were like, they were building up the Emmett shop really heavily. And so they were like, hey, I know you're not an Emmett soldier, but like we have this, uh, this uh, air sensor operator course on post that you can go to. And it'll kind of give you an idea of what the Emmett guys are looking for. And we'll do on the job training in the shop once you get finished with that and you can go sit in the image shop. And I was like, fuck yes. Like yeah. new training. And I knew at that time that NGA was down in, uh, what is it? St. Louis. Um, and so being from Iowa, that's like a three and a half hour drive from home. Like, just, yeah, just so, amount of distance. yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, weekend trips, but no unannounced visits, that kind of thing. Um, yep. So I was like, you know, if I can get in this gig, that will segue me to my civilian life really well. 
Um, so I had a blast of a time doing that air, air sensor operator course. Uh, and I got back to the unit and I was supposed to get on mission, I think the following week. And the next day back at PT, they were like, hey, tomorrow, instead of coming to PT, go over to the Fort Hood Aquatic Center and you're going to test to be a lifeguard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So they sent me and five other soldiers over to test out to be a lifeguard because every unit had to put a percentage of their soldiers up to be lifeguards for the Fort Hood pools. <laughs> I would have failed. And so, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about intentionally failing. No, no. Like, I, I, oh, I yeah, because you don't, you don't swim. Um, I tell people I don't know how to swim. Yeah, but you don't. Your wife says you do know how to swim. You just don't like to. Okay, who are you going to believe? The person who would drown or the person who would benefit if I die? Nathan, you're 26 years Fair old. Point. You should learn how to swim. Why? Why not? Okay, here's my thing. I'm never going to randomly find myself in the ocean. Like, the only way I'm getting to the ocean is if I'm like, I'm going to go to the beach today because I like fucking sand. Who nobody says. The beach is the dumbest place in the history of the world. I and disagree. I'm not gonna, no, no, no. I disagree. I hate it. I hate it. Corpse, it's overrated. It gets everywhere. Horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's dumb. You got to pack shout, all your shout shit. Shout out to Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to pack all your shit. It's hot. And you're just like, oh, my God, is my kid going to drown? Yeah, because my kid's running towards the water. And then you got to put more sunscreen on it. But you didn't because you just went through when you went in the water. And then you want to have a beer. But there's random things where no drinking on the beach. And you're like, oh, fine. And then you got the stupid yeah. people with their boom boxes. And then before you know it, you were there for 24 minutes. But it feels like you've been there for eight hours and you got to pack up and leave. And then there's just sand everywhere for everywhere. like two months. Everywhere, yeah. I don't I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of the beach. Guys. I like, Guys. I like swimming. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the beach. I disagree entirely. Well, not all of us have model bods like you do. All right, Zach? Well, I work hard for this. Pick up some chicks. If I'm a swimming I'm saying, open, I'm saying I'm saying swim open water, I'd rather go to a lake. Yeah, but you can I, swim. Like, Nathan, let's say. Yes, sir. You, okay. When you lived in Georgia, I know there was ponds in your neighborhood. There was one in your backyard. I could see it. What happens if your daughter falls in there? I'm, I'm going to go get her. You don't know how to swim. I uh, Hopefully, like my caveman instinct comes in. Hopefully my ancestors live next to water. Doggy paddle. <laughs> Why would you <laughs> not learn paddle. how to swim? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. I bet there's like a father-daughter swim lessons thing you could go yeah, to. probably is. Nathan, Aurora's pretty active. I've known you for seven years, and I keep learning new shit. <laughs> and I don't like this one. I understand the concept of swimming, and I'm pretty sure I know how to swim, but, like, okay, so, like, you know when you're treading water, you know? I don't like that it hits me in the chin, so I start getting a little uneasy. You know what I'm saying? That's because you're not comfortable in the water because you don't know how to fucking swim. But I do know how to swim. I don't like it hitting me in the chin. Just, why can't I just go to a pool, a nice five-foot pool, up to, like, my neck, and I'm just like, I can see my feet. I know how to tread water. I just don't like it. It doesn't appeal to me. People who hang out in the deep end of a pool, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you trying to prove? What do you what do you I, what I do you actually do? legit want a pool at my next house and not because I like swimming that much because I but because I know it's the one workout I can do that actually gives me a good workout and doesn't hurt my body all like hurt my at joints. Yeah. yeah, there's no strain. Yeah. You're floating. Yeah. yeah, Nate, learn to swim so you can fucking work out. Okay. Meh. Meh. I said okay. I'm with you. How do you feel about bathtubs? 
My wife takes a bath every night. So That's not what I asked you. Well, there's more to the answer. She takes one every night, so therefore my water bill is higher than it needs to be. So now I'm kind of like, eh, I'm over bathtubs. Okay. I want a real nice soaker tub. No, you're wrong. I mean, I only take a bath every once in a while, but every well, night. Not if the water hits your chin. No, yeah, not every night. No, because I'm in a controlled environment. I can go and hit. I can go. Like, if I'm swimming in a pool, I don't not go underwater. I have, I'm made of questions right now. I don't, I don't understand. We can't, we can't comprehend that. It's called being in control. Because I can't, I can't comprehend not wanting to swim, not wanting to go to the ocean, none of that. I can't. I don't know how to. Okay. So you're in a pool, and, there, and it's 12 feet deep. You Sounds just great. Sit, you just sit. You swim. just sit there. Just swim. Tread water. Just swim. No, no, no. Yeah. You, you just tread water. Nate, I grew up eight miles from Lake Erie. I was in that bitch all the time. You can't play football. I like swimming. Why 12 foot pool? Be, 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 because you got to jump out and throw. That's annoying. Why wouldn't you just want to be like this and you can just bring it out? Have you ever watched water polo? Like, yeah, that sounds awful. Those dudes are the third. They could make it through special forces training. Yeah, they could. Dude, it's They're fucking insane. 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 Yeah. I'm not saying you can't do it, but like the pool's not supposed to be like, oh, dude, I'm dead. The pool. I learned be, a crazy oh. fact the other day. Uh-oh. So uh, it was it was. I learned it because of these protests, right? And they're talking about how if you're going to these protests and you don't want to get tear gas in your eyes, you should not wear swimming goggles because uh, – and the reason they recommend it, uh, water polo players do not wear them for this same reason that they create such a suction around your eye. If you get hit in the eye too hard, it can literally pull your eye out of your socket. It sounds awful. Like cause cause major eye damage. Or yeah. you could just get hit in the face with a rubber bullet and lose your eyeball, like nine well, yeah. people have. Yeah. You know, there's they were that. more saying like you know if something hits the goggles, it's not yeah. going to be much much protection. <laughs> you need to wear like science sciencey goggles. Science. Are, like, Fucking out here, nerd goggles. You know? yeah. Like a that. snorkel mask. PSA to all of our people protesting. All those folks yeah. out there protesting. Don't wear swimming goggles. You'll lose your eyeballs. What's I like your mic boom, Zach. That's pretty like fancy. That? I'm fucking fancy, dude. It is nice. You got the same color mic as me, though. Oh, yeah. I guess mine's got the black, though. Yours, yours is silver. I got mine from a fucking GameStop when it was like $69 on sale with Assassin's Creed nice. Origins. Nice. Yeah. I always shop deals, man. I'm not just for sure being a loser. Why did I just get acoustic ceiling contractors? Is it because I said acoustic earlier? I just got an email about acoustic ceilings. It's weird. I don't know. That's fucking weird. I don't know. All right, so Nate doesn't like to swim. I'm going to jot that down. No pools for Nate. I think that's probably pretty common. I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't know people who just like to tread water in the deep end. It, like it, it doesn't no, compute no, no. in my head. No. no, 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 no. That's what you said. That's what you said. I didn't. I like to just, I like, I like to just tread water because I'm a dickhead. <laughs> First of all, I never fucking said that one time. Secondly, I like to swim. I do. I like swimming in open water. I like swimming in the lake. I jump in the middle of the ocean and swim all day. It doesn't bother me. I like it. I also like sitting in a pool and you know. Tossing a football. That's okay, too. I love the ocean. 
I don't. Okay. I, like, I, I love the ocean. I don't like the beach. I think that's a pretty fair. Yeah. That's, like, the best time I had at the ocean was when I went on vacation in Anna Maria Island, uh, south of Tampa, because our house was a block away from the ocean. Nice. So I just like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Walk home. Go home. Yeah. Have, uh, and I didn't have a kid then, so also, like... <laughs> I mean, when we were in Savannah, we bought a house in fucking Wilmington Island because we were like, yeah, we want to go to the beach all the time. We should be close to Tybee. We went, I think, twice Wow! in the two years we were there. And both times it was when people were visiting. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, the beach with kids is a whole different thing, right? It's Maybe like, that's why I'm so fuck, crazy. you just got to clean them up all the time. It's like, how did you get sand here? And then it's a week later, and you're like, why is there still sand here? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I respect it. All right. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. sorry. Don't be sorry for having an opinion. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry I attacked you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that, but you don't have to be sorry. This is weird doing this with no alcohol. Is it? I had a... I had a lot to drink when my parents were in town last week, so I told myself I wasn't going to drink. But I had a beer when I met my brother on Wednesday. He was at work, and I was getting a haircut, and he was right there. He said, it was a good beer. I was like, well, that's okay. I forgive you. Thanks. But the not drinking thing is okay? Yeah. No one's judging you. I mean, I just kind of want a better light right now. Go get one. You're a grown man. Am I? I don't even know how to swim. <laughs> That's true. You're a child. But yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go get one. You know, take a little You're, pause. Get two. Get Fuck it. Two. Easy. Calm down, everybody. Well, you got a cooler. I did that. <laughs> I did that a while back. We did like a... Over there? We, we did a... Flag. Coronavirus. I saw the thing. buffalo flag and the oh, California flag. That's good stuff. Are you a vexillologist just, as well? I love vexillology. That came in the day after the cop pushed that old dude. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> fucking cop. All right. What flag do you have? I can't tell what that is. What, this one? Yeah. Oh, this is, is a, just, just a, a blue ser- star flag? Just a service yeah, flag. Yeah, my parents flag. flew it when I was deployed. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, That's cool. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nate is a vexillology. Dude, what is happening in this fucking world right now? Oof. This shit is getting real. It's disappointing is what it is. I had a conversation with my dad, who's a retired cop after 20 years. And he's just like, you know, he has his opinions, and his opinions are very jaded. Like, he was a cop forever. So he's like, I don't understand why, you know, people are hurting cops and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's it's a two-way street. I mean... (laughs) Oh, hi, June. Hi. Hi, June. Oh, you got a rooster. That's cool. Oh, it's hey. Oh, it's, it's uh, hey. hey. It's hey. Hey. Oh, and it's Miller, too. Oh, and you got a dinosaur dress on? That's cute. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye, June. Maybe she was showing you what he was saying. Oh, maybe. Bye. Bye, June. Bye. Hi, Adam. Hi, Tess. How you doing? Hi, Tess. How are you doing? She's not saying anything. What? Oh. You got a little boogie? 
I don't think so. It was on the outside of my nose. Oh. I think it was ceiling. People are bouncing around up there. All right. Bye, Miller. How's Miller doing? Did he, did he handle the move well? Yeah, he's fine. I just know he had, like, neurosis or whatever. Like, he, Oh, he's still, he, he's still the worst. I got yeah. oh, I do have a story to tell you he's guys. He's still a child killer. He's still a child killer. What? Sneak here. preview. All right. Come on. Down here. Too much noise. You don't need to bring that upstairs. Go on. They don't make noise. Can't they stay down here? They hate me. Okay, sure. Just kidding. Do you want to stay down here or you want to go upstairs? They don't speak English. No, they don't. She can't hear me, though, so I don't know why I'm talking to her. That's a tall one. I had a tall boy earlier. It's a local local brewery. Nice. Proper berry all sour. From like an Adam beer. From uh, independent brewing company. Uh, you know, hit them up for the sponsor, you know. Hey, hey shout out, out independent brewing company. What's up? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not gonna let you guys drink alone. I went to a couple breweries the other day. The other yeah. week. Went to Golden, dude. Nice. Which which is where the Coors Brewery is, but mm-hmm. I didn't go there. It's like um how do you describe it? So it's okay, so it's west of Denver. So it's like a little higher. Mm-hmm. You got like mountains that look like the Rockies, but then you have like the southwest style mountain, like like Red Rocks, which yeah. is which is where Red Rocks is, like the concert yeah. place. Yeah. Uh and it's like it was so weird. It was like it was like a North Carolina mountain town. Mm-hmm. With like hippies. Nice. So North Carolina Mountain Town. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, like Asheville. <laughs> yeah, but like in Asheville, it's probably like 50 50. You get some like mixes in there. I think if I were to utter the first name, this is my baby Donald, they'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? It was it was weird. But it was a really cool town. Apparently, they got a shit ton of snow, which would make me not want to move there. It's, I saw it. Golden Colorado. People like fucking still skiing out in Colorado right now. It's mind blowing. <laughs> it's pretty cool to see because so when I go to work, I head north and then I veer west, which is also a very underrated part of this. I always know which direction. <laughs> yeah, right. I, have a, I have a monument. Which yeah. Is, if you're going that way, it's, it's west. And every time I go around the corner, it's just like snow capped mountains. And I go to work at like 5:45, so there's not a like not a lot of it's not. It's not small. I don't want to say small. It's just heat yeah. kind of makes the air not clear. Yeah, it's really nice. That's cool. Oh, I also do not work on Buckley. You don't. Interesting. I don't know if I told, you, but I thought I was going to. I do not. Interesting. I thought I was getting the job my brother had when he first got out of the Air Force. I was also wrong on that. Gotcha. So. so Cool. Oh, so I was telling you about conversation. We started talking about the protests for the yeah. eight seconds you were gone. And I was having a conversation with my dad, who used to be a cop. He's a retired cop, police officer. Um, and we were having a conversation. You know, he obviously has his own views being coming from that side. And the conversation was just like, you, you can't get mad at people for protesting. They should be protesting. He's like, yeah, but they shouldn't be hurting cops. Cops shouldn't be shooting tear gas in people's faces. Yeah. Or rubber bullets in their eyes. Like, cops shouldn't be kneeling on people's necks for nine minutes. Dude, are you fucking. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense that three other people stood there and watched. 
And every time this happens, it's like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And there's always the narrative, like, well, he was a criminal. Well, who gives a fuck? He was a person, and you fucking yeah. killed him. Well, it's not like the cops knew he was a fucking criminal. You know, like, I don't care if he was a murderer. No, it I doesn't. Care if he, I don't care if he murdered somebody nine seconds prior. As oh, soon yeah. as he was on the ground. He was in handcuffs. He was detained in handcuffs. Yeah. yeah. You know, on the ground being detained. That's the, it. You know, my dad's view was like, when that person is in your custody, you're responsible for their well-being. At that point, once they're handcuffed, they're yours. Yeah. And f- yeah. for almost nine minutes, they had him pinned to the ground, killed him. It doesn't make any sense. No. I, uh, yeah. I mean, we could talk for hours on this. Yeah. Uh, the thing, I'm not excusing the other three cops, because I'm not, but the fact that it, it's like there's so many reasons the guy probably did it, because I heard that the three were like trainees, not trainees, but like they were new to the street. Two of them, at least one new. of them was. Yeah. Yeah. So like the dude was probably, probably trying to show off. New cops. I mean, what are they going to do? It's not quite as extreme as like, hey, I'm an E3. What am I going to tell a fucking ground commander in, in Afghanistan? It's not as extreme as that. Definitely no, not. No, but everybody's been to a job where like you have a superior and you're not going to tell them they're wrong on day three of your job, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm a, and it and it escalates a little right? bit, <laughs> a, a little bit at a time, small escalations, to the point where you're already you you don't want to say anything. You're not going to say anything, right? It's yeah. it's. If you walk up on it and it's happening, hey, what the fuck are you doing? But you're involved as the process goes. This guy is telling you what to do, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, it's eight minutes later and this guy's dying. That's kind of what uh, Chappelle said. I mean, yeah. Thing today, the Staten Island one, he's like, they don't want to say anything because they know they're on camera. So as soon as they did, they did I, that, I never thought of that. I never thought of yeah, that until right? he said it. Like, like they're admitting fault for the entire department. Yeah. So. And, like, uh, going against authority on camera, where, like, you hear all the time about the good cops standing up and saying, hey, that was wrong, and then getting fired a week later for unrelated issues. Like, yeah. you know. I mean, that's part of my, uh, what am I? I'm ignorant. That's part of my ignorant solution to police departments. I can give you my few-step process. Very, again, probably ignorant, short-sighted, dumb. All right, make requirements harder, all right? Trim the overall numbers and make better pay, right? So you get four-year degrees, and then you can and then you can start saying, well, what kind of four degrees do we have? Criminal justice, psychology, social work. Four-year degrees, blah, 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 blah. Bump the numbers down, the amount of cops, and pay them a better wage than yeah. what start wages are for beat cops. Yeah. Right. I'm also all for the whole not every 911 call needs to be directed to a police officer. Like, have social workers on call that can handle, you know, things that are not. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, uh, when Minnesota came out and said that, my first reaction was like, hey, if if people from Minneapolis want to do it, (laughs) it's like, I don't live there. I still don't know what they're, like, I'm sure they've got a plan for it, but something breaks into my house at 2.30 in the morning. I'm a shooter. I want, well, yeah, naturally. I mean, some someone breaks into your house at two thirty in the morning. Police are doing no good. Probably not. But. It's too late. Yeah. But. Well, I don't think that's okay. Fine. How about this? If somebody is 
beating up me or beating up my neighbor, <laughs> and I'm like, eh, it's kind of even. I don't know. Okay, how about this? It's just there is a need. I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely oh, for sure. see both sides. Uh, and, oh, that's right. And the other part of my process is, and this is going to come to zero shock to you, I fucking hate public unions. I hate the police union probably more than teachers unions. I yeah, love you. I love unions, but everything fired as cop because human nature is. Oh, I work with this dude. We gotta look out for our best interests. I know his kids. Kids go to school with my baseball. And you know what? I know he's not that. Just fucking fire. Don't have a fucking public union who is getting paid for by the taxpayers, able to shield bad bad people. I. This may come a shock to you. I love unions, but everything I've heard about the cops' unions has made me want them to be disbanded. So, no, I, yeah. I don't like public unions. And the cops are the second most powerful, probably the most powerful public union in the entire nation. I know there's multiple city to city and stuff. Like that, but yeah. What's up, bro? Why do police yet. departments need MRAPs? Dude, right? That whole the I can whole militarization. I can maybe I can maybe understand like every SWAT team needing one. Maybe. Maybe. But if you treat it as like so it's, okay, so here's the thing. The only ones that I could say could be justified are the big cities. But yeah. big cities have FBI field offices there. That's true. Right? I didn't even I didn't even think about that one. Like Yeah, fuck it. Cops don't need BAM reps. Yeah, I I just yeah, I don't uh, understand that whole militarization of it all. I don't understand why cops get a free pass, but not just to pick on f- fucking cops. But this shit's getting out of hand. This whole thing is getting out of hand, right? Well, a lot of that is that uh, what's it called? Something immunity, where like if there's not a law passed directly saying that this is illegal, that cops get a pass for it, even though it's like super obvious like you shouldn't kneel on someone's neck for nine minutes <laughs> right and you shouldn't Qual- qualified immunity is it sounds yeah, right something like that. sounds like words that match that's fair i don't know it's just fucky yeah. it's disheartening that, to see i think that's the crazy thing to me too like um i'm gonna use a word that i know nate that nate doesn't like but white privilege you know like half two the, words yeah i know a phrase sorry <laughs> uh Half of this shit, I didn't even know was a thing until all this started, you know? Like, qualified immunity, the fact that cops can do something that would be illegal for a civilian to do, like, wholeheartedly. They can just break the fucking law and be like, well, there wasn't a law saying it's strictly illegal for a police officer to do this. So That sounds like cop privilege, though, not white privilege. Well, I'm saying as a white person, not ever having to deal with, oh, not not gotcha. having to deal with, yeah. you know, yeah, um, the same issues that black people have to deal with that I would yeah. never have even thought of it. Yeah, I yeah. What did you say? Is like it's getting old? Not too old. What do you say? I said it's just disheartening to see disheartening. the, Here's my the direction that this is all going. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I I. I hate the corporate media, so yes. I'm not surprised that I haven't. I mean, heard, I do too. I haven't heard because it's probably out there. I don't want to say demands, but like I, I haven't heard what what 
probably the vast majority of the protesters, because I'm going to say the, the rioters probably are what, five, ten percent of people. And half the and half of them aren't even protesters. There's right. people take, taking advantage of the chaos. Oh, absolutely. So, like, I haven't heard, and maybe it's because it's hard, and it was, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to have a solidified uh, mission statement. <laughs> Especially for something as spontaneous as this. Yeah, from, from a spontaneous nationwide protest. But then I'm also surprised that, like, the governors and mayors didn't come out with, like, some cookie-cutter bullshit to, like, quell. You know, like, okay, so New I've York. seen a lot that have, I will say. Yeah, so, Like, today. Right, like, so I'm surprised that, like, Cuomo didn't come out with uh, de Blasio, so the mayor of New York, Byron Brown, the mayor of Buffalo, and a couple of the mayor, mayors, and this is what he should have said. This is our plan, six, you know, whatever, and it's better than the other ones because the other ones obviously didn't work. I'm surprised that, like, a lot of those cookie-cutter things didn't come out sooner. But, again, <laughs> it's not like Cuomo's a very good governor, so. <laughs> so, there are five demands. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've seen it I, a few uh, times. Send it. I'm uh, trying to find mine. Create an independent inspector body to investigate police misconduct. Create a requirement for states to establish board certification with minimum education and training requirements. Refocus resources on training, de-escalation, and community building. Adopt the absolute necessity doctrine for lethal force. And codify into law the requirement for police to have positive control over the evidence chain of custody. Yeah, so there's that one. And then there's also the one that's like hashtag eight can't wait. Um, And that one is ban chokeholds and strangleholds, require de-escalation, require warning before shooting, exhaust all alternatives before shooting, duty to intervene, ban shooting at moving vehicles, establish use of force continuum, and require all force to be reported. So those are all more along the lines of specifically... Yeah, because those what seem police like officers need to those do. probably are already in the quote unquote handbook, right? So if you go back to like the five things, like and make sure those trainings are better, because like yeah. I feel like escalation of force is like a thing cops know, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, I mean, when the, you think about you do the ask, tell, act. I think it's what, what if I do ask them to do it, tell them to do it, make them do. It. Yeah, a- ask, tell, make. Right, and my buddy, who's a DEA agent, I was talking to him in the Snapchat group about the, the Buffalo dude, and he was like, he was like, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's not like that bad. And I was like, dude, like they they didn't do the first step in what you're saying. He's like, yeah, ask uh, or tell, ask tell make. I was like, yeah, but they skipped ask tell. Yeah, they just pushed him, and they then they walked him. by him. If it wasn't a hard yeah. push. Like whatever. Like there was like three the officers dude, in the background that were like, well, one dude like kneeled down okay. and he like picked them up. You know, you got to go. And I was like, oh my yeah. god. Right. And well, then there was a police report. Yeah. There was a police report about a guy who tripped. That's not something that makes a police report. If my kid falls off a bike, the, 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 end of sentence. There's no like random police report. Dude, her like, fell off a bike. bike. No, like, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, yeah. I know it's I know it's kind of a overplayed trope, um, 
but like if military have such strict rules of engagement why does it seem like the cops have an easier time shooting people and getting away with it like <laughs> see the weird thing no, not the weird thing i'm not saying i don't agree with like the basis of the eight that you mentioned and not to like again another like white person conservative talking point like oh you've never been in a cop shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. so like the one where they're like well you know lethal force that's fine like dude if like they're still going to be like you know like fucking second they have to react and if they shoot them if and and they can prove right and it's obviously like cops words can be a little more because you know it's the culture but like sometimes the cops can be like i fucking shot him because i literally thought he was gonna shoot me in the head yeah so yeah. The issue is, can us sane people be like, hey, man, it sucks that that dude got shot. It really does. But, like, mm, split second. The thing with the Buffalo thing, and this is why I, was, I found it so weird, is that it was a line. It was the old dude. And then all the protesters were, like, 40 feet in front of him. So, like, it wasn't like the cops were, like, outnumbered at that curve. It was one dude. Yeah, He was who, 75 years old. Was, yeah, so, like, at the very minimum, you should recognize he's... I don't want to say frail, but you know, not overbearing. So you should be if like, he's, he's, not if, he's fight a, you. if he's a threat at all, he's not a massive threat. Like. Right. So again, why wasn't it, sir? Stop, sir. Stop or turn around, sir. If you don't, then you just grab him by the shoulders and twist. I don't care if you grab him by the shoulders and the twist and he trips. Like shit, man. And especially if there was like a, yeah. sir, you gotta stop, sir, you gotta stop and turn around. But like now, there's like, no, dude, you got him. <laughs> like. I just pushed him, and then he didn't you, have. Well, you know they're watching. What are you doing? He didn't have. He didn't have a weapon. You know, like he wasn't reaching for anything. You know, his hands were out of his pockets. I, I don't know. It's shit like that that is just so fucking frustrating. Yeah. There's no accountability, and I think the five demands yeah, yeah, are all around the... accountability. Yeah. Let's make sure that. Everything is fucking buttoned up, and there's no wiggle room. I also yeah. saw one today, I think it was, that there needs to be a national database for, uh, like, police violence, and especially, or even more, at the very least, for police firings, like, why people were, why police officers were released, because there's records of police officers jumping from from like precinct to precinct or police force to police force after being let go for abuse of force. But then that doesn't make it to their next job and they get hired on to do it again. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The, the independent oversight, I think is probably the most important of all this and probably the easiest. Yeah. Like there's, but I don't want to say the easiest because there's always going to be like, well, what about blah, 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 blah. Like I think if you have like a rotating, circuit let's just say i don't know fucking 10 circuits whatever you know northeast blah 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 and then it's just a panel of i don't know how you choose the panel this is again not my job thank god but you have a panel of people who are not uh you know associated with the police union police which is tough because they're going to be government employees so it's hard to always separate them but if you have like rotating bases 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 then you say oh yeah I also think they should be, if we're gonna do something like that, it should be independent of the city. Like, oh, use yeah. use a yeah, you know a neighboring city's not, 
Yeah, Buffalo's Buffalo's independent force doesn't police Buffalo. It polices uh, Albany. You know, I don't I don't know how close they are, but uh, <laughs> far enough away. Yeah. All right, I got to take a break. I need to use the restroom. I'll be back. Let her rip. I wrote down Nate does not equal swimmer. Is that okay? That's great. I love it. All right. Man, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating as hell. Just, there's so much. Am am I allowed to say I'm kind of over it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Does it make me a bad person? No, it doesn't make you a bad person. But the, the, the part that's frustrating for me is like, there's so much pushback for, and what people are asking for is pretty reasonable. And there's so much like, why would we do that? Thin blue line. Well, like, no, you, you have to be accountable to the shit that you do. That's all anybody's asking for. I would say the worst thing that happened to, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not black, right? I'm not, and I'm not speaking like I am. And I don't know if this is true. I would say if, okay, obviously the worst thing that happened to them is police brutality, right? The, what seems to me the worst thing that happened to them is <laughs> the privileged white college students running amok at the protests. Those dudes were insane. Like, yeah. who with you? Like, don't fucking destroy that building. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, 19-year-old white guys probably, cha- I want to say change, made a lot of people not change their minds. Well, people seeing these protests as an opportunity to fucking wreak havoc and change the narrative, right? Yeah, that, like, story that, like, Minneapolis came out with, like, yeah, like, 60% of our arrests were out-of-staters, like, like, young white guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. It's called an organization flying people in and fucking going to ham. Yeah. And completely changing the narrative. And it changed it from these are peaceful protests and now these are riots and looting. And there was definitely an escalation, right? There was an escalation on both sides. Cops are scared. Of course they're scared. They're outnumbered fucking 10 to 1. Why wouldn't they be scared? But that doesn't mean you fire rubber bullets and tear gas into a a peaceful protest because that turns it into a non-fucking peaceful protest. But then there's that. There's people coming in from out of state that look at this as an opportunity to make money, to fucking steal shit, to do whatever you can do and get away with it. Be the next Che Guevara. And, and, it, and it completely changes the narrative. It's Have ridiculous. you guys seen the, the brick shit where there's like piles of bricks? Yeah, randomly showing up in cities. Yeah. Like by the what protest. The fuck is up with that? Dude, I read way too much conspiracy stuff. Dude, this, yeah. And I'm just like, Whoa. oh, absolutely. Go for it. Like, I, again, Chappelle, he said what I've been saying for the past few years. I don't, like, our, like, our age of people, and I was telling my dad about it when he's here, like, dude, we don't trust any of you pieces of shit. No. There's zero institutions where I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't trust anybody. The only people I trust are, like, people who give me unedited content and who say, I'm just going to say whatever I'm going to say. Because they all lie. Like, they there's all no reason, have an agenda. There, yeah, there's no reason for me to believe anything. And no. like, and and I think I said this when I was still working back in Savannah. 
I'm glad that like I'm part of like the people who are like, oh, dude, you are so sick of your shit. The downside of it for me is that the people who are saying that are mostly people I don't agree with on fundamental political <laughs> decisions. <laughs> so like, I have to be like, oh, I don't right. like you guys, but I also don't want you guys to your guys' idea going because like, <laughs> as a as a what would I be as a I'm not a libertarian, not a conservative. I'm like a I'm like a seventy percent conservative, like thirty percent libertarian meetings leanings. Chaz, the fucking autonomous zone in Seattle, is like is like fucking my is like my morning coffee. It's great. Sexual no, it's not this isn't great. I should really but sexual do. assault being up like three thousand percent, armed robbery being like up like a couple hundred percent, armed militia patrolling a wall that they built is like music to my ears because they it's like they it's either they are okay with it or they don't understand the hypocrisy and just the utter hilarity of them setting up in an autonomous zone with private militias and sexual assaults and everything going up because the leader apparently was like this dude who was like a convicted fucking sexual predator jesus it's unbelievable it's fucking fantastic. I heard about it. I have not looked into it at all. And so it's just Don't. like... You will like, you will either be like the most, I fucking hate government libertarian, or you'll be like, I don't know. Dude, there's so many reactions you can take from it. Like, ah, yeah. like, oh, you guys are such pieces of shit. <laughs> like, you guys had one opportunity to be like, hey, we can set this all time. And then, <laughs> there's a picture of them growing this, <laughs> this garden. <laughs> all it is, is a... Is, Grass with topsoil on top of it, with plants put into the topsoil. Not like they dug out, tilled shit, and like planted seeds. They put topsoil on top of grass and like, all right, let's put a tomato plant like halfway. <laughs> this is our garden now. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. We're autonomous. Look at us yeah. growing our own food. You know what I love about everything that this this whole fallout that's happening and in the, the fucking anti-racism. Which is fantastic. I grew up in small town Ohio, and when I was leaving for the army, I brought a bunch of people over that I went to college with. One of my best friends, Jeron Thomas, six foot four, three hundred pound black dude. Shout out Jeron Thomas. I love you to death. I hope someday you listen to this. You're my favorite. He, we, we go to a bar. We walk in. Sorry, Nate. We go to a bar we in my it. hometown. We walk in, and I swear to God, we weren't there for 10 seconds, and somebody's like, holy shit, that's a big N-word. Loud as fuck. And I never once thought that that's, like, the place that I grew up in. At least my own naive mind, I was like, oh, you know, this is my home. That dude broke the fuck down. He's like, we got to go. I'm like, no, we're good. It's fine. Everything's cool. He's like, no, we're fucking leaving right now. And you don't see it because that's what you grew up in. That's what you're used to all the time. But that's what I. Yeah, that's, that's his fucking reality. I always said that, or I started saying that, and I think people, my my dad and my brother agree, the Northeast is the most racist part of the country. It doesn't make. It sense. is not the South. No, it, it's unbelievable. Like the zealots are in the South, hundred percent. Like the fucking grab your torches, like white hoods are in the south i think i don't yeah. know if you can say worse i think it's just all different right like yeah, all right. How about i feel like the most I, common kind of like i don't know what's i don't know what's worse either like i don't know if under the surface is worse or open racism is worse i'm not you know i'm not black, I think, so i can't experience yeah, that, it you know that's true 
But I think, I think because of the the disparity in race in the Northeast, it, it's it's a little worse. Like yeah. it's like it's white people, and then what does that happen? You know, a fucking black dude walks in the bar, I'm like, oh, that's a big Negro. Yeah, but yeah, man, you're not welcome here. But you know what you can do? You can. I mean, it's unfortunate, but like Savannah's fifty fifty. Yeah. A lot of cities are. Yeah. The Northeast, dude. Small town, North, like the Northeast is like I fucking hate black people. When like, oh yeah, that's whatever, man. Because like, like you said, that's how I grew up. Doesn't make any. You join the army, and I think join the army, and people were just like chilling. You're like, oh shit, this dude's fucking sweet as shit. Right. I think so growing like, up in the Midwest, like Iowa, small town as well. Like you know, uh, my my hometown was. 1800 people 2000 people something like that um it's like real small we had one black family that lived in our school district i think (laughs) um and maybe a couple hispanic families um and there were definitely people who were even openly racist which wasn't common in the midwest don't get me wrong but like the thing i think in the midwest and i always played it off as Midwest people are just too nice to say anything about it. But I think looking back on it, it's actually more just like they are complicit. I don't know. Like, you know, just like. It's just like accepted. Yeah. They're just like, okay, some people are just going to be racist. There's nothing you can do about it. And Uh, one of my brother's good friends back, but back, he's always been uh, only child, you know, and, and he's like the. Like my brother's, I'm not say like the ringleader, but you know, everybody always hung on my house. His friends always trying to like impress them with like playing dumb jokes. Always, not always. He's say the word a lot. As like a 16 year old white dude, right? Right. And so the past couple times I go up there, he he says it sometimes. And this, I'm not patting myself on the back. Actually, I kind of am. Fuck it, I don't care. I would actually be the one who would be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's not funny. Grow up. You're almost 30. And you're like, oh, look at this freaking dumb. Blah. And I'm like, what? You yeah. don't know what you're talking. You don't know how to leave this town and understand these people are the exact same as us. And you know what? I, I fucking went to Afghanistan with the people who were a lot fucking cooler than you. And guess what? This is going to sound racist, but they're black as night, bro. Like, <laughs> some dark dudes. Some dudes who are like, I, just, I, where are you from? It just doesn't oh, make any sense. Let's see. They're just fucking people. But what I was going to say is the, my favorite thing that came out of this is all the people that are especially, I don't know why it hasn't been for a long time, military bases banning the Confederate flag. And then NASCAR came out and they were like, nah, bro, you ain't fucking flying that bitch anymore. Why is it Why is it accepted? Why is it accepted that people take this flag of the confederacy which lasted five years okay i've had blowjobs last longer than five years okay holy shit that's awesome <laughs> it's probably been that, that long lasted time. five years and you're like it's my heritage it's yeah. my heritage and no it's not, not only that not only that the flag that they fly isn't the flag of the confederacy it's the battle flag it is the flag that the army carried into the war. The funny thing is, the only people that say air does not hate are the same people who, <laughs> who claim, who claim, well, yeah, I mean, I can say a lot, I, I, I can say a lot about that. The same people who say, well, that's air does not hate, that's my, that's my history, are the same people who are like, hey, man, Republicans freed the slaves. 
or the party of Lincoln. You're like, do you not see the glaring contrast? You can't say I'm going to fly a Confederate flag, and also I vote for the party of Lincoln. What are you talking about? I'm the party about? of Lincoln. Yeah. And it's, I watched a video the other day. This dude was like, it's heritage, not hate. It just so happens that my heritage is super I fucking hateful. It. <laughs> it was so funny. Super good. Dude, I was dying. Did you see the guy who was, it might have been the same one. It was like, I need my my uh, my security blanket. It's yeah, my security My emotional blanket. support beer. <laughs> yeah. Fuck NASCAR. Yeah. Go Colts. <laughs> hey, guys, I have a Confederate battle flag in my house. Do you? Yeah. I do. It was one of the first flags I ever had. Well, you're a vexillologist. I don't think I'll ever hang there. First of all, I take that dog shit California flight down. Oh, my God. But it's a small one, so that's why it fits right there. Why is it's, it dog it's shit? Such a, it's such a shame that they put the words on it. Without the words, it would be a top-notch flag. Oh, you guys are so going to full on vexillology right now. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, so know why that's a shitty flag. I'm trying to figure okay, it out. So, okay, so words aren't automatically dog shit. But in just like a regular like California Republic, if words are like a motto or they're like put in a little script and they're just like, oh, whatever – if you, to, if you have and to, if you have your state's California. name on it, if you have to put your state's name on it, it's pointless. Not great. Yeah. Like, what if Ohio just randomly put like, the symbol? Yeah. Like Rams in their flag. That's yeah. I, Iowa's state flag has Iowa on it, and it's dumb. I guess if you it is a flag, it is kind of represent. It's representative of whatever it fucking represents. So why are we putting the name on it? That makes Before sense. the Buffalo flag, I had. Buffalo's Buffalo's flag is pretty awesome, and it breaks it breaks one of my rules for good flags, which is to have you shouldn't have a seal on it. But I don't think it's technically the seal. Is it okay? I just assumed it was. It's a walrus. It's a lakefront picture. Okay. The sailboat, a lighthouse, and the lakefront. All right. All right. And the lightning bolts are because Buffalo was like the first city to have like electric streetlights or something. Wow, I didn't know that. It also it's good architecture in Buffalo. It also yeah, breaks. It also kind of breaks the rule of being easy to draw, easy to duplicate, because of the complex circle. I just had South Carolina up before it because it's South Carolina. It's a classic. Yeah, top notch flag right there. It's on the couch right over there. Super it, yeah. nerdy. Super nerdy. Yeah, it's a good idea. Symbolism. It's a good one. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good to be passionate about stuff. I did see a picture the other day on the subreddit Abandoned Porn, which is one of my favorites. It's just abandoned buildings. A good one. And it was yeah. a train station in Lockport, New York. And I almost ah, I sent that one to Nate. Yeah, he yeah, sent it to me. Okay, I was going to send it to you, but I was like, man. He's like, you know this place? This one, dude. My, before my yeah. dad's work moved, that's, that's where it used to be. I actually chuckled and went, ha, Cockport. Cockport. Cockport High School. What's up? <laughs> Shout out to Cockport High School, Class 2011. Whoop. 2011. Whoa. God, I was graduating basic training. Yeah. I mean, so was I, technically speaking. That's fair. I'm sorry, I was graduating DLI, not basic training. Oh, man. Yeah, there you go. The old Dilly Flick. Let's see. Let's see if I can do this. Can you see? Uh-oh. See. Presentation. Oh, there's Did me. I share my screen? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I don't like this. Did you see this one? Yeah, I did see that. Damn. That's what's that, was in, that was in r slash vexillology. 
So I like for, that the snake for, is with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was actually yeah. it was actually a whole thread of things. So for the listeners that can't see this, it is the I forget the name of this flag, but the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. It is a modification of it with a black panther, and the snake is wrapped around his front leg, walking with him, and it says, "Don't kneel on us." Um, credit to you slash. Aphelion93, A-P-H-E-L-I-O-N, 93. Yo, shout out to 93. What up, yeah. dude? <laughs> so the first one that he submitted to r slash Vexillology had the same imagery except the snake was being stepped on by the panther. And they were like, yo, I get what you're going for, but that is not the symbolism that you think it is. Um, because yeah. the snake is representing the union right and so like having the panther step on it is symbolizing that you're treading the the black panther or the black lives movement is somehow trampling the union of our country and that's not what you want and so he did like three or four edits and that was the final product and i i really like it (laughs) it's good the original flag is the gadsden flag by the way gadsden thank you Flags. Fucking cool. Flags are cool. Sim- uh, symbolism is cool, which makes flags cool. Did you get the state of Ohio flag yet, Nathan? No, that's it's a banner, one. isn't it? Or a it's pennant? A guide-on, yeah. Oh, my God, here we go. It is a guide-on. It's a fucking guide Which guide-on, is a type of flag. By definition. Which is a type of flag, but... And Nate said, that's not a real word. That's some army bullshit. It, no, it, it's a it, real it, word. It's it 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 a fucking term coined by the military. I get it. It's a real word, but, like, I don't think it was a word until <laughs> until the military. Like, you know what we should do? Come up with a dog shit word. So, and it's really... Em- I hate it. Embarrassing Adam fact. Um, For probably the majority of my military career, I thought it was guide arm. And okay. not guide on. Okay. Yeah, like guide arm. Guide arm better. Yeah, well, because like you know, like it's 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 a spear on the end, you know. So it's it's a type of arm. It's an arm. And it, gui- yeah. it guides you into battle. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like it. Now that you explain yeah. it, I'm on board. Change and like arm. you know, like people Southern people guide arm, you know, just kind of yeah. blurs together. I hear you. Or even just the fact that it guides the arms into battle. Like, oh, another layer. But yeah, it is not. It is guide on. It definitely is. And yeah. the state of Ohio flag is a guide on. Yep. Which is kind of weird. I love the shape, though. I love it. I love it, too. It makes me hard. Yeah. All right. So you want to hear some shit? Yes. I'm going to tell you, Nathan, I've been holding on to this. For two weeks now. I got my driveway repaved. Okay? Yeah. Cost me $9,880. That's a lot of money. It was a lot of money. But we saved it. I wrote a check. The company that did the driveway mobile deposited the check. There was an error at the bank and it came out of my account twice. Now, Zach was not prepared for... $19,760 to exit his account two Fridays ago because I only keep enough money in there to make sure I can pay my bills. Okay. Naturally. Fair. So 
my account was overdrawn by seven thousand three hundred some dollars. Yeah. On a Friday evening, fun fact: when your account is overdrawn, you can't use it. Okay. So I called on Saturday morning after I got the text alert and said, "Hey, your account's overdrawn." So I called them and I explained them what happened. They found the mistake and they returned the $9,880. I had to fight them to get the $36 overdraft fee back. Fuck that. <laughs> because they were like, well, sir, your account was overdrafted. Hello? We just went through this whole thing. All right. So they gave me my $36 back plus $9,880. Made my account where it was. So I'm like, cool. Solved. You know what? Not a big deal. It took until Monday evening to get that back. So fun fact. Three days with no money. Um, so, Tuesday, I get a call from the driveway company. Hey, dude, your check bounced. Shut the fuck up. No, it didn't. No, no, it did. Okay, let me call the bank. I call the bank. They're like, oh, yeah. Um, the check got canceled, so the company never got their money. Okay, but the money's still missing, so where's Where my $9,880? Oh, well, sir, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll reverse that. It should take a couple of days. Okay, cool. Two days go by, no money. So I have to call and I explain to the next person, this is what's going on. Okay, I'll submit the paperwork. should be 24 to 48 hours. Okay. Fast forward to today. It's been 14 days. I'm still missing $10,000. And... Um, I called and they said, well, the, it looks like the company uh, got their money. No, they didn't. Promise you they didn't. Well, well, on June 4th, they got $9,880. Yeah, look at June 3rd. Oh, yeah, there's a transfer of $9,000 into the account. Yeah, I did that. Well, why did you do that? So they could get their money. And they're like, oh, okay. So wait, you don't have your money? No, ma'am, I'm missing $9,880. I have called that bank twice a day for 14 days, and every time I call, I talk to a new person, and i got to start from the beginning and do it all over again. And I had one lady tell me, hey, maybe you should go into the bank and just sit there until it gets fixed. And I said, okay, that's fair, but right now I'm at home with a four-month-old. Well, sir, I know it's inconvenient inconvenient is not the fucking word I'm missing out on 10 grand <laughs> right <laughs> and now I have to go to the bank with a four month old and sit there until it gets fixed well can they fix it there well I don't know if they'll be able to fix it there sir but you can try no not fucking doing that that's what I've been doing I'm missing 10 grand guys I don't even know what to say to that and my bank doesn't know where it is and I had a guy get an attitude with me and was like, it could take up to 90 days. It's not helping that you keep calling us. I'm going to call you every fucking day. It, it's not like a $350 charge. No. Like, I mean, that's a lot of money. But I'd like, still be pissed about sucks. $350. Just so yeah, right, right, right. It sounds so little compared to ten grand. Ten grand. I'm currently sitting on a $200 medical bill that I refuse to pay um, because – I mean, two hundred dollars is for my for me right now where I'm at is not a big deal. Right. But but I had a procedure done while I was still in Savannah, 
in the end of December. Uh, I paid my copay before the procedure was done. And then in April, they sent me a bill for $200. Like, uh, no. (laughs) I paid my copay. You guys told me this was how much it was going to be. We specifically scheduled these procedures to be done so that I did not have to pay my copay twice. Um, What the fuck is going on here? Nothing extra was done when this procedure happened. You know, you did exactly what you were planning on doing from the get-go. And then I call the billing company and it's not even doctor's office. It's a completely separate company. And they're like, well, this was just the bill sent to us by your doctor's office. So I call the doctor's office and because of COVID, their billing department isn't working right now. So I can't even talk to someone in their billing department to get it started out. So like, there's a decent chance I have a bill that's going to be sent to collections. Yeah. That I could easily afford to pay, but like, fuck you. Like, no. Principle of it, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter had oral surgery done uh, January 2nd. And we got a bill for $4,000 on May 3rd. And we had already met our deductible. Everything was good. We should be paying 10%. And I called and they were like, well, the procedure was done. And I'm like, I can show you the statements where I paid out of pocket $4,000. So my deductible is met. Well, sir, I understand. No, you don't understand. You're trying to charge me (laughs) four grand. Right. Okay. You know, blah, blah, blah. A month later, not, not about a week ago, we got another, now it's past due $4,000. Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. It's a fucking scam. To yep. know that I can get a bill from somebody and then I can call the, the hospital and say, hey, can I get a, a itemized bill? I want to know what every yeah. charge was. And then they send you no. that and somehow magically it, now it's less. How yeah. the fuck does that work? Yeah. It's a scam. It I'm is. not a 90-year-old lady. I'm not paying your fucking bill. God damn it. Fuck, fuck banks and fuck hospitals. I'm done. Yep. I'm going to go Ted Kaczynski this motherfucker and I'm going to fucking go live in... I'm not going to send bombs to people. I'm just going to go live in the fucking woods and jerk off to pine trees or whatever the fuck he did. That's good. I haven't said that for a while. Dude, Wyoming is one state above me. You know, you know, you know I'm just like, dude, I need that. Dude, if I go anywhere, it's going to be fucking Montana. I'm going to just tuck away in Montana. Don't look at me. It's the fourth largest state and there's 1.2... It's the same fucking thing as Wyoming. 1.2 million people live there. That's like being like, you know where I'm going to go? North Dakota. And you're like, nah, dude, you should go to South Dakota. It's the same fucking thing. (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's only colder in Montana. I like fucking Montana. What do you want me to do? Wyoming. Who wants to cool? Nobody cool is from Wyoming. Name me four cool people from Wyoming. You can't even name me one cool person from Montana. Yes, I can. Alicia cool. Wells. Shout out to Alicia Wells. What's up, girl? I never heard we of went that. to DLI together. She's cool as fuck. That's not her name anymore, but she's in my phone as no, it is her name. Yeah, Sorensen was her original name. What up, girl? Mm. We actually, when I was deployed, she was deployed at the same Harrison time. Ford is from Wyoming. All right, he's pretty cool. That's one, but I said four. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm working on it. Super cool. He is cool. He was, 
He was Han Solo. I feel like he's Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, you got Indiana Jones and Han Solo. That's two. So. Uh, that's and Blade Runner. And he was Blade Runner. Yeah. Two and a half. All right. And he was on Air Force One. He was the president. <laughs> Get off my plane. <laughs> he was the president. He was also the fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't kill my wife. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so good. I don't. I don't recognize most of these people though. That's because there's there's a list of list of people from Wyoming on uh, Wikipedia. Send it. That's, Give me a few. Uh, uh, so I don't recognize like any of these other than Harris Ford. So that's, that's why I was. I don't need you to prove my point. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, but Montana's probably got way more cool people. All right, that's all I'm saying. List of, list of people from Montana. I like how you're narrating as you're typing. Like we don't already know what the fuck you're typing. I like. It. <laughs> I think my kids. Are awesome. Somebody down here? Somebody down here? That name sounds familiar. What? I don't know why, but Dave McNally. He was an MLB pitcher. Mm. Hello? Oh, no. Yeah. Damn it. Montana, you suck. You fucking douche. Junebug. Junebug. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I you sleep to well. Bed. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bed. God damn, I want a kid. Pump them out. I got three. You want one? Sure. Boof, so many kids. That convinced my wife. So many kids. Dude, today I had like a breaking point where I was just like, you know what? I'm out. And I just fucking walked outside. It was just chaos in here. The baby was screaming. Fucking Cameron and Ava were just not listening to anything. A little sweaty boy. And, yeah, uh, I took a walk earlier. I saw his balls out here. Yeah, and I just walked out. I just I needed a break. I was like, Brad, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. I was gonna say something. I can't remember what it was. I had nothing to say. Was it tomorrow's tattoo day? Because it is. We're getting tattoos tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. I don't. I've had this appointment for like six months. I've been getting tattoos so long. It's about a thirty-eight hundred dollar patio door. I can't. I can't. Oh yeah, dude. How is it? That's so nice. Is it? It's really nice. That's what's up. Nice. Yeah, pretty excited. I was pretty excited. Is it something something special or just like a normal sliding door? Well, I got fucking three panels up there. Mm. Is it like giant? Do they do they all open? No, it's just the center one. So it's like a normal sliding glass door, but then there's another like window. To the right of it. It's really gotcha. fucky. No, it's fucky. Yeah, it's fucky. But hey, <laughs> doors, man. Doors be doors. 
It'd be expensive. I spent a lot of money recently too, but um, we all are apparently. I got a grill, so that was cool. I got a new grill. I got to get nice. one of those, man. I haven't had a grill in six months. Yeah, same. I didn't. I, ours broke shortly before moving. So. I sold it when I moved. My brother's a Traeger, and I want a Traeger, but we kind of want to do something. He see, he said I should buy something different so we can. Well, if you want a sweet grill, you should check out the Furnace by Everdurer. E V E R D U R E by. Sorry, I can't remember. It's a fucking long ass name, but this is my grill. My I just go with Furnace Everdurer. Yeah. Uh, sure. Is it sharing? I don't know. Can you nope. see that? Nope. Uh, I think I'm going to buy a smoker and love my life. Yeah. Can you see that? I yeah. can. Yeah. That's my new grill. What's up, grill? <laughs> Whoa. Funny. I think I'm going Traeger, though, for real. Yeah? Yeah. I... I've heard good things about pellet grills. I just, I don't know. I've also heard they're cheap, like cheap, like in the sense of grill skill. I don't know if that makes sense. But well, it's like a I don't know, man. It it's like it's like cheap cheating, cheating mode. I mean, yeah. My brother and I have mastered the Boston butt over a ten-hour day. Nice. Like mm. it's it's fucking silly. So yeah, I had a wood smoker when I was in Texas, and I brought it here, and I loved it. Like, I had a little wood box on the side. It was great. And then you had to do charcoal on the other side. But I let it sit all winter, and apparently there was, like, moisture and shit in it. And I opened it up in the spring, and it was, like, full of mold. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you got to go. Not cooking in this fucking thing. So, yeah. I've been grillless now for a long time. Me too. When did I sell it? It's only been three months, never mind. Too long. It feels weird that I've been here for three months, two and a half months, but it feels much longer than that. That's been quick, man. Lincoln will be four months in like a week. Jeez. Nice. Yeah, wow. So, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm I'm transferring to the University of Colorado. I can't drive to the University of... Wait, which one? My brother Sticky. works for the University of Colorado. Like the Buffs? The Buffaloes? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, that's where he works. The Denver campus. That's where he do, works. Are you going to do an in-person class so that you make I'm that gonna grill? I'm going to do one because that BAH out here is fun. Yeah, make that grill. Yeah. I'm going to piss. Uh, so, uh, the job out here, I don't know. I don't know. It's really fucking hard. It's not hard. They say it takes a year to get. I'm like, great, awesome. I think I'm going to be better at uh, taking the data and being able to like manipulate it in a way that is efficient and way better than everybody else. Not everybody else, but, but. So I'm going to switch majors again. UC offers a computer science with a focus in data science degree. And I've been working on, like, data science the past couple weeks at work, and I really like it. And I go, this is, I, this is something I can get. The Elant man, I, you know, I get it, but it's like, <sighs> yeah. A computer science degree with uh, focus in data science. 
and I like it because data science is fun. I do that, I think. Hopefully, I mean, I could fail. It could be really hard. But like, you're done. Get out of here. Did I tell you to switch majors? No. Yes, I'm uh, business management now. Mm. Um, I had my second uh, management information systems class, and the teacher was terrible. I kept asking him questions like what he was expecting of us, and he just was not answering them at all. And it was a required class for my major, and I was just swamped with homework. And I had another class that was going on at the same time, and it was pretty busy class, but like I was able to keep up with that class pretty well. And I got like two, I had like two of my papers that I turned in. He gave me like a seventy-five on, and I worked real hard on it, and like thought I was doing what he was asking. And the questions I asked, he didn't answer very well. And I was like, "Can I just get like an example? You can like take the name off of a." paper like i just want to see what you're looking for you know he's like no i can't because of like students integrity academic integrity whatever so i'm like all right dude like fuck you man like and so i just stopped trying i just like literally just didn't do any more homework in that class because <laughs> i can't drop it because if i drop it then i owe the va money yeah but you can but you can fail it and there's no issue for the va right yeah. so so I just was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to fail this class. I, I emailed my advisor and I was like, hey, uh, my teacher sucks and I don't think this is the major for me. Um, I'm going to switch to uh, business management because this class isn't required for it. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. She's like, one failing grade won't hurt you. you you've got an A in all of your other classes, so you're fine. Yeah, I'm gonna be a major number four if I if I get if I do the one I want to do and and you see. This is good. This is also independent brewing. Um, hey, shout out to independent brewing. Hey, right? hashtag independent brewing. It is a cider with watermelon puree. Bro, I'm not gonna lie, that sounds awful. It's delicious. <laughs> I have to hit the head. Get it. Poof. That's a rough one. Fuck. Do you not like watermelon? I, do, I like watermelon. I don't like drinking watermelon. I like eating watermelon. It tastes just like watermelon. All right. Well, I take it back. And, But, yeah. Yeah. That's Ugh. it. Oh, get it, girl. Yeah. I don't recognize anyone's name on the list of people from Montana. Oh, man. There's The list is a lot longer. Um, I feel like it's cheaper to live in Montana than it would be in Wyoming. I don't know why. I, I bet the opposite. I feel like Montana is a prettier state. I'll give you that. That's what I'm, Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um, so Montana cost of living is significantly higher than I expected. It's because it's, it's one of those places that people buy houses in that they can literally fly a helicopter to and Man. not see their neighbors. I don't have helicopter money, dog. I'm trying, you know? No. I'm trying to pop off with this PCAS and get some fucking helicopter money. Right? Dude, that'd be awesome. Fuck. I'm hoping for you guys, man. I, I like this. I, I like the I like the format, you know? It's fun, when, dude. And When I first started listening, I was like, 
I don't know. It just sounds kind of like I'm listening to someone's phone call, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a lot of that where it's like, "Hey, man, it just seems strange." But then, as it, as you know, as we progressed, as we started like having Matt on and doing the bourbon, yeah, thing and blah blah blah. He's like, it just feels like three dudes sitting down, chilling, talking, yeah, having a good time. And then when it's just me and Nate, it's been like, it's like you guys just bounce off each other pretty good. Yeah. And the first episode with Matt on, I was like, who's this guy? Like, what the fuck is going on with him? Like, he doesn't seem like he understands what's, what's going on here. Right. And then, like, I don't know, like, especially, like, you know, you and you and Nate have uh, a back and forth pretty well. And then, like, that first episode, Matt, you know, didn't know Nate. So, of course, he was pretty silent. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the second episode with Matt on like it, Nate was bouncing back and forth with him and stuff. And I was like, all right, all right. Yeah. I, I actually like this mad guy. And then like, he's pretty quiet. Like yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was. You guys got down in Derby and we're really talking about some military stuff. Yeah. Um, and Matt was on and he was able to ask some really good questions. And I yeah. liked that. A lot. I think what we told him that like, yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah. You did. Nice. Because, like, it's questions we don't think of to, like, to even explain. And right. they weren't even like, God, what a dumb question. Dude, it was uh, just happenstance that I met Matt. He just sat behind me at work one day. Like, he moved his desk. <laughs> he became a developer. He he started in, like, um, support. Yeah, and yeah, he, came, he came came down and uh, became Go a developer. <laughs> and he sat behind I... me. And that was it. <laughs> he's a good dude man he's yeah, like Youngstown, Youngstown State is in the same conference as Northern Iowa where I went oh, and where my mom was yeah. fuck mom Youngstown State. State yeah exactly you and fuck I you, for Matt. life no, I'm just kidding yo shout out to Matt <laughs> what up Matt P <laughs> nah he's such, um, such a fucking laid back dude and then all, all along the lines of like where your podcast is going like I have quite a few friends that were like 11 bang bangs and stuff like that. If you, if you want me Dude, to. I love it. As it many contacts, like I'm looking at the list right now and you know, I put a post out on Reddit a long time ago and I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of people like, yeah, let's do it. And it got, you know, you start out with this big pool, right? And then you dwindle it down to people that message you. So you, you know, you go through that and then you get a couple phone numbers and you go through that and uh shit just fizzled out you know you yeah. try to reach out to dudes and you're like hey you know you want to do this and then nothing all right cool one dude was even from cleveland and he was a sound engineer and he's like you know i'll help you out a little bit and then he just he flaked and that's fine i get it but you just got to keep fishing for folks and i don't give so when, a fuck who it is when my buddy deployed um they got in this massive firefight um got pinned down and they realized when one of the guys ran out of ammo that that wasn't cool. And they developed this thing that they called the Iron Man pack. And if you look, it's a backpack that belt feeds yeah. dire directly into their fucking 249 or 240 Bravo or whatever it was. Nice. <laughs> and so have, they had their machine gunner give all of the rest of his like pack shit to like other people in the squad. And then he just carried all of his ammo. <laughs> and, uh, they actually won Army Invention of the Year from it. Fuck. 
Um, and then shortly after developing it, they actually got caught in a bigger firefight. It was the biggest firefight that their unit had been in since World War II. Um, and it was his squad and then a team of special ops guys that got pinned down um, in a village. They're getting shot at from above. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically they held their own for four hours or something like that until Apaches could come in and fucking mow, mow down the insurgents. Like, yeah. Dude, I can't imagine. I saw that shit when we were deployed, you know, helping guys on the ground, showing up to ticks, figuring shit out. And just, dude, you try to, like, do as much as you can just to keep them yeah. safe. But you, there's no way you can imagine the shit they're going through. No. It's fucking crazy. All right, I got to be that guy that steps through to go to the bathroom again. Let her rip. <laughs> Let her rip. Come and get your love. I like it. Season four, F is for Families on Netflix. I watched for Explosives. Dude. You know what? I, I fucking binged in three weeks, and I just finished it last night. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Solid. It's so Adam's good. Adam's a big fan of that show. It's so good. Yeah. It's just classic, and Brittany likes it, so it helped. There you go. Yeah. But man, awesome. I've been home with Lincoln, and the kid. Some days he'll sleep like three and a half, four hours at once, and I'm like, well, I can't like work around the house, and I don't want to go outside. So I'm just like, I guess I'll watch some. Fuck it fucking Kids, eight episodes of this thing Kids, I know they're great but they're a pain in the ass sometimes I'm about to pop out of fucking table. dude I wasn't gonna bring it up how, sh- how sure are you uh so again like I said it's super early so she should be it should be the time of the month tomorrow but like so you're she, just like four weeks but like yeah, 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 she's at four weeks. But, like, she went out, bought a new pack, because she bought, like, the ones she had were kind of, I don't know what they were, but they were, you know, like, they were hard to tell. She went and bought new packs. They're they on there. And a lot of symptoms, like, breasts hurt, jelly bat. Welcome back, Adam. Uh, welcome back. Uh, so, yeah, pretty, pretty sure. That's amazing. You think Tess is pregnant? Yeah. Nice. Right? Congrats, dude. Thanks, man. Dude. When you texted me that, I was elated. I was telling Britt. And then I told her, because she's like, you already told me. I'm like, I know I told you, but this is fucking cool. (laughs) We're there. We already got our names, I think. We're going to find out this time. We're going to find out? I remember you talking about that. You don't like the suspense? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it, it was fine. But I want a boy. So if it comes out a girl and I'm not ready for it, I'm going to be like, fuck God damn it. So if we just find out, I got like 20 weeks to prepare. Yeah, for sure. Instead of hating it right off the bat. Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I was ready for it to be a girl, but like even Brittany and I were both like, it's a boy. Just, we just knew, you yeah. know, she especially, she's like, no, it's just, I just feel, okay, cool. But I was totally prepared to not, I don't want to say be disappointed, but like, Two boys is pretty cool. Um, is it, Zach? Is it? 
It was, you know how it is. You have a three-year-old oh, Cameron? girl. Cameron's going to be five this year. So he's four and a half. Yeah. Holy shit. So they're like almost exactly four years apart. Um, Lincoln Cameron, that is. Yes. Yeah, almost. almost. And then Ava just turned three in May, end of May. She's one month behind you. My yep. brother and I were four years apart. Okay. Yeah, June wound up other. being. Yeah. <laughs> June wound up we're, being. We're, we're good now. It's like me, me and my brother are, are great friends now. But like growing up, it was. I think, I think it was probably that that perfect well, distance apart. My brother not, and I not were get along, but 16 I months apart and never got along at all. Now yeah. we're great. But yeah. When we were. Mitch and I were pretty tight. When we were in high school. Like, my brother was, like, the drama kid, and, you know, he was great in school. We were both smart. I just didn't give a fuck, and I played sports, and we just hung out with different crowds, and it was just different. So we never really got along. But now that we're older, it's it's completely different. Funny how that happens, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I live two minutes away from my brother now, so, like. That's awesome. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. It is awesome. I wish I was close geographically to any of my family. But, you know, it has its perks, I guess. And my in-laws are two, enough, or two hours away. And I love them. They're fantastic people. But they can't just pop in, say, hey, how are you? And I love that, too. People yeah, have to call and be like, hey, are you home? Yeah, I'm home. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was like a week after I my house. I was like, so, um, how are we treating the uh, visitation? <laughs> but I was like, what? I was like, all right. We, do, all right, all right. we walk it in, we knock it, we texting and then knocking. It's like, well, if it's an expected visit, I think we just walk in. I was like, okay. Yeah, he's like, but it's not, if it's not like a Saturday night, hey, we're having dinner over my house Saturday night, and you're coming over to be like, hey, you home, I need to come over for something. And then, yeah. And I was like, good. All right, good. Good. Because we both, we both families need to ease into the fact that they are a two-minute drive, drive from one another. Yeah, yeah that's it's crazy. It's an adjustment. Are you good walking one. distance? 12 minutes. Wow. That's How do long. I share a screen? That's like that's a real that's, question. That's like what me, you, and Sam were talking about when we wanted to move to Augusta. Like. <laughs> yeah. Adam's done it twice. Yeah, is there a button on Skype or is there a face? Uh, yeah, so I did the little. If you click off of Skype, a little pop up pops up with like whoever's talking, and that in that window there's a share screen button. There or is. in or in the bottom right there next to the heart there's a share screen button. Words are hard. Words are hard. You'd you'd think that someone whose job is basically to narrate training videos would be able to talk a lot better, but words. Oh, there it is. The linguist narrator can't say words. Yeah, right. I was a linguist. I was a fucking APG operator, and now I'm making training videos for the army. And I don't think I have it. (laughs) I don't know what words to use. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you guys uh, talking about kids and shit made me pull up the adoption pages again. Dude, it's been a while. Been a while since I've done that. I looked at Ohio's adoption. Hey, thing. my sharing screen. It's like 
pet finder. You just look yeah. at kids all day. Yeah, it's like that's what it's it is. the saddest shit. It's so sad. And like the worst part is like, I think I've kind of convinced Kate that like we could adopt a kid at some point, but like so many of these kid kids are special needs, and I cannot. I don't think I could could handle that. Like, yeah, I don't want to be a dick. It's kind it's of a, sh- it's kind of a shitty kid. thing to say, but yeah. like, I can't. That's not that's not where we're at, you know. <laughs> right. No, I hear you. No judgment. I think I'm sharing my screen. Am I sharing my screen? Yeah, I see it. Okay, okay. Hold on, let it buffer. There we go. Buff it. There's my house. You can go a little river through a little trail path, and he he lives at the other block. So third, sorry, thirteen minutes. Yeah, but if you just cut through somebody's fucking property, you could get right there. Uh, They all got wooden fences. Well, you got legs, bitch. Hop. I don't know what that means. You've been running. You should build up about, the calf muscles. What about the end of that uh, cul-de-sac on Bethel Me or whatever that is? Yeah. Dude, where'd you go? What cul-de-sac? What? Oh, Jesus Zoom out Christ. a little bit. Just Zoom a little bit. Right oh, there. that right there? Right there. Brown. Brown. This right there? Yeah, there. Yeah, you can go through there. What about I Bethany? What about at the end of Bethany? So Bethany. East Bates, East Bates, turn left on Bethany. I don't see a fucking bed. Oh, right here. Yeah, but, but he, he lives right here. Yeah, but isn't that a road? What is that next to that? Is that a trail? That's a walking path, right? Oh, it's a trail. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it's not. Uh, you can't get to it. It's like You elevation. can't get to it? Oh, elevation. Gotcha. Fucking you so can't get to it. This is Eats Base, but there's also an Eats Base drive right here. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. That's great. My brother lives on East Linvale, and there's another East Linvale place right here. There's two East Linvale places, guys. I don't like that. So weird. A lot of yeah. there's a lot of rolling of that mouse. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so this is why I can't cut through people's yards. But what about Bethany? What about that spot? What? All right, well, let's see if we can get a street view on the trail. Yeah. All right, bro, just, just. Walk me through your walk with Google fucking Oh, shit. This kid's in Texas. What the fuck? Why am I looking at Texas? Well, fucking June is running amok over there. That's why. Ah. What am I seeing? So there's a little fence, and then there's a major drop down to the trail. We call it a major, but... Enough that you can't push or bring June down. Yeah. Yeah, this one exists. Okay. And that's the one I take. Okay. Somebody fucking has to tell you, bro. I don't think you're really dedicated to getting there any faster. Dude, 12 minutes is fine. That's not what I said. Adam, this is where I work, by the way. Just so we'll do it. Where are we? That should be it. So my wife is applying for a internship with the State Department. Hey, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, because it's, it's for juniors and seniors in college. And since she's in college, you know, that applies to her. Um, and it would either be in D.C. or abroad. Nice. And it would be for a semester. So if it's abroad, she would just spend, you know, four months away from me or whatever. Hey, North of That's too easy. Yeah, this is where um, it. And if it would be in D.C., she would try to find, like, a room to rent and, you know, live there during the week and then come home on the weekends or whatever. Um and it wouldn't be until next year, so who knows where we're going to be living by then. We might live closer to Baltimore, and then it wouldn't be a big deal. Where are you um, living right now? Uh, so we live in Bel Air, which is 
like Prince Beller. Yeah. Like 45 minutes probably north of Baltimore proper, like without a whole lot of traffic. Yeah. Um, because I work on Aberdeen Proving Grounds. Okay. I don't actually work on Mead. Um, My parents live in Richmond, so I was just over that Virginia? way. Virginia? Like, yeah. Like okay. three weeks ago. Yeah. What did I tell you about that? I drove fucking there. <sighs> this is a story right here. Okay. So we... My wife started back to work. She works in daycare. She used to be a director. Now she's like community outreach, social media ambassador, blah, 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 for this company. Ooh. And so she was starting back to work on June 1st because they were closed because of COVID. Yeah. And my paternity leave, I still had 19 days of paternity leave. So we scheduled it so I'd have some overlap so that we could go see my parents because we haven't seen my parents in forever. And my stepdad still hasn't met. My son, my youngest. Yeah. So it's a seven-hour drive. We're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. So we drive, and like 12 miles into the drive, my son's like, my oldest is like, my, Daddy, my stomach hurts. I don't feel good. Okay, buddy, drink some water, blah, blah, blah. He probably had to shit or something. No. Three seconds later, he just fucking vomits all over the place. Oh, Himself, no. his tablet, everything. So we pull over on the side of this fucking backcountry road i get him out his seat comes into like three pieces i tear it apart i'm like wiping puke and it's pepperoni and grapes so it's just like it's awful pepperoni and grapes i fucking love it so i'm cleaning his seat out and my wife's like lincoln's just shit i'm like oh okay cool she's like no it's everywhere it's like ah fuck so we had to get his seat out we're cleaning that fucking thing out we get everybody back in the car and we go. We get on the turnpike. 30 minutes later, Lincoln's screaming. We've gone 42 miles in an hour and a half. And we're just like, well, you know, let's keep pushing. An hour and a half later, we've gone another like 50 miles. So in four hours, we, <laughs> we drove like 170 miles. So we're like, fuck it. We're just going to stop. So we stop in this little town in Pennsylvania. And the next morning, I get a call from my mom, and she's half hysterical. She's like, hey, you know, my stepdad works for this uh, wholesaling pump company. He's a branch manager. And she's like, hey, one of our truck drivers has a fever. So, you know, just I just want you guys to be aware. He got tested. We won't get the results for 48 hours. I'm like, all right, you know, we'll just head down there. Hopefully we hear something before we get there. But we hadn't, so we got down 30 minutes shy of their house, and we just, you know, got in a hotel, said, fuck it, we'll stay the night. We didn't hear anything for another 48 hours, and uh, we're just cruising in hotels, getting takeout, just doing whatever we can to keep three kids calm in a hotel. Mind you, my youngest can go about an hour in the car before he starts screaming, and we have to stop. So it took us 24 hours to do a seven-hour trip on the way down. We got in a hotel. We got a call Friday morning. Turns out the dude was positive. Uh, so it's, we're like, all right, we're going to head north. But it was also my daughter's third birthday. And so we were trying to, like, make it a thing. So we ended up driving back and we have to go through like maryland virginia you know virginia maryland west virginia pennsylvania 
and uh, we had to stop. In a four-hour drive, took us eight hours. <laughs> there was one point. Um, we're driving down the highway like 85 miles an hour, and this lady behind me is honking her fucking balls off. And I'm like, what is this bitch doing for real? And she pulls up beside us, flying down the highway, and she's like, your tailgate's open. I'm like, motherfucker. So we had stopped like 10 miles prior. We drove through a town. Not, like people everywhere. Nobody's like, hey, fucker, your tailgate's down. There's like luggage sitting. Like it's pushed its way to the tailgate. And it's just like <laughs> sitting there. It's like, oh, fuck. At this point, we're just done. So long story short, we drove. We were in a car, a truck with three kids for four days. We basically drove down to Ashland, Virginia, stayed two nights, and just drove the fuck home. We were supposed to spend a week at my parents' house. But COVID-19, fuck off. My parents were fine. They were both exposed to it, but they showed no symptoms. It's been four weeks or three weeks now, so That's everybody's good. cool. But And the guy that had it recovered just fine, even though he was That's like good. a diabetic with asthma and Oof. was like thought he was going to die. Uh, Kate's uncle actually uh, worked in a facility where I think he might have been the first person to die of COVID nineteen in in Illinois. Oh, if not Christ. like if not like he did die of it in Illinois. Yeah. Um, uh, and her uncle has diabetes and like is pretty like high risk. And yeah. so her his doctor gave him a note that said like. You can't go back to work until this is all over. And his company gave him early retirement. Oh, shit. So, so, I don't think it's going to be over. He was, I mean, yeah, well, and, like, he's... He I was think we probably, live with this. He was probably two years from retiring, yeah. so, like... Wow. Yeah, I think COVID is a thing that will not be going away, so we might as well just accept it now. No, it's not going away, which was part of the decision of us sending our kids back to daycare when Bernie started back to work. It was like, when is it going to be okay? Yeah, I, I know that's where my brother and sister-in-law are at. Like, that's... they were they were trying to send the kids back to school or back to daycare, and then <laughs> one of the kids showed up with a fever or something like that. And it was the day before they were supposed to go back to daycare. No. <laughs> my parent, my parents have been doing daycare for for them instead because they live in the same town. Um, and they were excited because the kids were going back to daycare and they were, had planned a camping weekend trip, like a, like a five day weekend or yeah. something like that. Get out. <laughs> they were just getting ready to leave town and they're like, Hey, so someone at the daycare test had a fever. So we don't want to send the kids to daycare. Can you postpone your weekend trip? <laughs> yeah. My wife, because she's like, she's not you know, actively helping with kids, her job is more like admin HR stuff. So she has to scan everybody. No parents are allowed in. She has to scan all the kids. She has to ask all the questions and let everybody in. And daycares are at like 40% capacity. So the people that run it are good friends with my wife and they have five centers, but you know, they're making you know 60% less money than they made before all this started. That's crazy. I'm kind of over it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I mean, pretty over it. 
Dude, I've been at home since March 13th. That was my last day in the office, and I've been working from home since then. And it's been, like, I'm at a point, like, I was on the phone with my parents earlier, and they're like, you seem frustrated. I'm like, yeah, I've just been stuck in this fucking house for three straight months, and there's no end in sight. I might not go back to work for another two months. That's insanity to me. Like, like that, I'm going to try and keep calm. If, if, if... Go ahead. It's just so fucking frustrating. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It is frustrating. Yeah, like, I'm frustrated. Like, it's been months. I understand we still don't know shit. But, like, if you're a healthy person under 50, you should be you should be at work. The one thing I have seen If you is... still want to wear a fucking mask, wear a fucking mask. I get my temperature taken every single time I go through the door. I have to wear a mask every fucking common area I'm in. And that's fucking it. I did see a thing recently that said, like, we keep trying to compare it to the flu, and that's that's not, and that's not, no, it's not even that, it's like, that we're not comparing the long-term effects of COVID to, we shouldn't be comparing it to the flu, because um, there's a lot of unknown, unknowns about what COVID does to your body. Right. That have long term effects. Like they've found like perfectly healthy thirty year old people have started having seizures after recovering for from COVID. Um and like a bunch of weird shit like that. And I mean I haven't done the research, so I'm not gonna try to try to extrapolate it on it too far because yeah, yeah. you know I want to be experts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you guys seen this picture? This this person had COVID and they ended up having to get a lung transplant. I heard about that. This, is, this was their fucking lung. Yeah. Holy I saw it shit! Yeah, I saw it today too. Yeah. I was like, fuck. That were that looks worse than one of them like black lung, tar lung, fucking yeah, like, smoker lungs. Dude, I know it's got like bubbles and shit in it. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm, disgusting. Uh, I'm pretty over it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very glad that Colorado is, like, saying, if you have a restaurant, just block off every other table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, t- today, if you don't want to go to restaurants, don't go to restaurants. Like, I just, I'm just, I'm just so over it. Yeah, I don't want to go was, to restaurants. The, so I'm just not going Today to. was phase two of, of Maryland opening back up. Um, and so phase one, they were allowed to do outdoor seating only um and limited capacity now it is 50 percent in indoor capacity is allowed as well yeah so they're slowly yeah. opening back up here i went to three different breweries on saturday nice i saw our brewery in town was open like it it looked like full capacity like i think that's what bothers me most i guess is I think they should still be practicing social distancing, and I feel like they're not. And that, I you know, know. You know, you know what really bothers me. <laughs> you know what really, really bothers. Is me? it crony capitalism? Yeah, bothers me too. But not in this case. What really bothers me is that as long as you're protesting for a cause, it's 100 percent fucking okay. I know. That, yeah. That is. Oh my ridiculous. God! At Two... least there weren't masks. People, like, like the people in Philadelphia, it was like 100,000. And then like a day later, Trump's like, hey, man, like, we're going to do our rallies in Florida. And like, how dare, how 
dare he do that? Like, fucking pick your fucking side. I fucking hate it. Because, you know what, as long as it's righteous and for the cause... I will say it's kind, of, it's kind of hilarious that his whole thing, he did his... If you show up, you are agreeing to not sue me if you get COVID. <laughs> I mean, that's why... That's personally why I think people aren't opening their businesses as much as they do. Yeah, yeah. Even third party checking our temperature every day. There's no reason for it anymore. Like, it's not required by the government. You want to know why? Because Northam doesn't want you fucking sued. Right. That's all it is. We're not even starting. Our first wave to back to our office starts Monday. And it's 5% of employees go back. And then it's going to be another two weeks before they do phase two. Which is why I won't be back to the office until August. Kate's been going in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one week, Tuesday, Thursday, the next week. Um, and they like everyone in her office is rotating so that they get a chance to kind of work with everyone so that hopefully it's not super monotonous or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you're probably, exposing yourself which, to everybody. Which, yeah, I was going to say it's probably the opposite yeah. of what you should be doing because you're exposing yourself yeah. to everyone. It's but, making uh, sure everybody's exposed to everybody, so there's no yeah. there's no issues when they open back up. Yeah. Um, I think from for me, I have enough that I can do from home that they're not going to bother sending me back until they need to. Yeah. Um, I, I shouldn't say from home. I mean, fucking, what, Wednesday, I went and filmed a training video at a co-worker's house, so. Yeah. I just don't like it. I know. It, let's just say this. And talking about earlier with like trust of organizations, this has been even probably, probably the lowest of them all. Yeah. yeah. And Those I mean, you want to know why? They told me, you know, and I, and I get it. We don't know what's going on. We still don't know what's going on. But I was told that, you know, social distancing, wear your mask. We want to flatten the curve. We want to flatten the curve. And we don't want to overrun the hospitals. I was at a hospital it's been today. Three and a half months. Easy. Oh, they're all fucking empty. The fucking doctors and nurses are all doing fucking TikToks. Yeah. New York. New York was supposed to have a million people go to the hospitals. Never topped 100,000. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of that, though, is because of our... They're fucking doing. sheep. Everybody's fucking part, sheep. Part of that you know, is because of what we're you know, doing. People walking down. You know, p- people walking down the fucking path by themselves wearing a path. Or wearing a fucking mask. I want to punch that guy in the face. Yeah. What are you doing? You see, a guy, mask you see a guy driving in a car by himself. Yeah. Wearing a mask. Do you, have, do you yeah. have any independent thought inside your head? No. And, you know, I, I remember a few episodes ago you were talking about how, Nate, you and I had had a conversation about how I think we need to lock it down uh, and you need to open it up. Yeah. And I think I think there was a misunderstanding there because... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because what you said was 100% accurate. The government should not be picking winners and losers. Oh, um, you know, I mean, that's the basis of my. Yeah. I oh think my God, I hate it. The, the only point I was trying to make is that I think if we needed to take it a step further, going wartime measures and saying, you know, last name starts with A through K means you can leave the house on Mondays and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, I, I don't think so anymore, necessarily. Um, I think we've, you know, 
moved past that need. But I think back then when it first started, that would have been fine, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree. I, if I were a business owner, if I was a small business owner, I would, I would always now have uh, one piece of home improvement inventory for on sale for seven thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And I would always be selling one apple for twenty thousand dollars. All right. I'm essential. I'm I'm a grocery store. I'm a home improvement. It's fucking horseshit. It fucking bothers me to no end. Yeah. So many people lost their fucking and nobody fucking talks about it. And even the liberal people who should be agree with me, like, oh, blah, blah, it doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know what else? Fucking not getting a whole bunch of funding and everything like that. Fucking mental health people, a whole bunch of people who actually need shit. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, COVID. <laughs> COVID is going to get you. It's not essential. I'm fucking over it. My newborn child could not get vaccines until he was three months old because. They weren't allowing anybody to go into the office. I got a haircut three days ago with a fucking face mask on. <laughs> I mean, it weird. looks it great. You look yeah, it great. does look nice. Yeah, it? it's a nice haircut. I haven't got a haircut since this started. But... Oh, dude, it's getting another. It's getting a little ridiculous again. And I have my mid-year performance review on Wednesday, so. Uh, and it's kind of hard to justify because, like, my boss is like, "So what have you, you been doing the past couple months?" I'm like, "I know you guys hired me for no reason." I'm still kind of stupid, but at least you got a haircut. <laughs> look at me. I look great. Look at my fucking hair. I cut my own hair. Just so I got, sure. I got my photo taken for like our instructor bios or whatever, and then like two, like a week later, not even it. I got a haircut, and my coworker that actually works with me was like, "What the fuck? You couldn't have got this like a week ago before you got your picture taken." <laughs> for COVID, Speaking of coworkers, so. You guys saw my building. It's pretty fucking big, right? A lot of people work in there. But the hallway I work in is uh, like the team I work on is <clears throat> essentially a bunch of people like like me, like ex-military intelligence, and it's just in that hallway. Like we're you know supposed to have a mask on when you go in the hallway or go into an office that's not yours. But like you can tell that everybody in the hallway is just kind of like. Yeah, 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 we'll put them at like they just look yeah, good with we'll this. Fuck, and, you know, yeah, we all we all do it, but as soon as we enter somebody's office, like we have like like there's conference rooms that are closed. You're not allowed to have conference rooms, so we'll have like eight, eight person meetings in like a room that's like I don't know, ten by ten. Yeah. But like other wings of the building, I don't mean this. I think it's gonna sound elitist, but like you can tell they're not like veterans. They're like doors closed. Like if you can contact me via IM, please do that. Uh, don't knock on my door because you're going to get drunk. I'm like, bro, why do you even come to work? Right. Like, like if you're so – just don't come to work. Cause, because if you don't come to work, I'd be like, oh, well, at least you're – at least you're a bitch and you're honest about it. But if you come in and say, don't knock on my door because you like it, like germs on it, I'm just going to make fun of you. Like I'm doing right now. You're a fucking loser. Loser. Half, half the reason I basically took the job that I have now with – like, or that I have as much control as I do over our training videos is because when we went to film our second video, um, the guy that had been filming our videos was like, um, we need to limit the amount of people that show up to this because I don't want to get COVID and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we're like, dude, like, you got to be working. Like, <laughs> You got to be doing something, and his main job is to be a tech writer. So, like, 
the only reason they hired him to film stuff is because he has a side gig where he does YouTube videos and teaches people how to do photography. And so they were like, hey, he knows what he's doing. Um, but since I've got hired on, they basically have stopped using him because... Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, Yo, whatever. Fuck you, also, that guy. Hey, fuck you. Now, I, I honestly, I feel, I feel a little bad because, like, he, he had talked to me at one, one de- at one point. He was like, man, like, I really love the fact that I'm getting to do this video editing stuff. I'm really hoping that I can convince our program manager to just switch my, uh, like, statement of work to be full-time videographer and i can just leave this tech writing stuff behind and like literally the next week i was calling him like hey can i come get the government camera equipment from you because uh we're gonna film a video tomorrow and uh they don't want you to be there <laughs> fucking fire bad at all fuck that kid get good get good he's been doing tech writing for like 20 fucking years Oof. <laughs> That's an awful job. Yeah. Like, we got tech writers fucking software, and they're just dealing with developers all day, and from that side of things, is like, write technical documents and do all that shit. It's just, no thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you got pee again. Let it rip. Broken seal too early. No. That won't happen. Dude. What's up? Nothing. Kicking yeah. it, bro. I don't really do too much work either. I text my brother and I said, Hey, Nate's transferring to UC Denver. Whatever the fuck he needs, you better help him. <laughs> he never responded, but he goes to bed yeah. at like 6 o'clock like a fucking weirdo. That is a little weird. It's very weird. But, yeah, I would say very. Yeah, it is weird. It is very weird. To each their own. I guess so. My sleeping habits since I've been working from home and being home for three months are dog shit. I I'll bet. Stay up till fucking midnight. Wake up at five. Like, hang out I with wake Lincoln. Up at five with a normal bedtime. I fucking hate myself. Oh no, I'm miserable. Like I hate fucking hate every second of it. But, whatever. I don't have shit to do all day. Oh, I gotta be tired? Oh no, don't be tired, Zach. I don't care. I just, uh, what do I do at work? If, if, if there's work to be done, I do it. I do it kind of too quickly sometimes. I essentially just try to learn new things with, like, again, data science. Yeah, why That's not? right. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, I, I don't know if you're, yeah, that, that's from social media degrees, yeah. Computer science yeah. and data science, so yeah. essentially I just... I just try to teach myself more useful Linux. The amount of Linux I use on a daily basis makes me regret never learning it before. Really? It's f- but it's so fucking nice. I love it. Really? I, I now hate Windows. It's awful. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Interesting. It's, it's not that I hate it. It's just like, <sighs> fuck, you understand. <sighs> yeah, but... We have and two Linux developers in our whole in our whole fucking sector, the whole transportation sector, and they're dickholes. They're uppity fucking dickholes. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to become uppity, but like, it's a very big part of our job. And like, I'm because like the people who are good at our job are like are good at. It. They understand how all the little shortcuts and build some shells. But like, two other people got hired right after me, and I can tell like, I can tell that it's like I don't get. What do I do? I'm like, look, just okay. Why are you typing that? Like, I get out of new, but I'm like, there's this one dude who's on the same team as me. I'm just like, dude, what are you like? What are you doing? Like, just like, okay, are you familiar with like changing directories in Linux? No. All right, so uh, okay, a directory, it's just like a folder, right? Like file, yeah, bad, yeah, like yeah, C I know drives, what directories are, yeah, program yeah. files, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. So. In Linux, you know, when you're in your fucking little terminal window, you get CD for change directory. And then if you know the file path, you can just be like home slash username slash documents slash June work. You can just type it all Yeah. It's like a command line. You can do the same thing in terminal and Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. Because Mac uses Linux, right? So, and, you know, you can hit tab to like do go quicker, right? This dude. He'll do he'll do CD home, and then he'll do LS, which is list, to get all the document, get all the directories you can go to. And I'm like, okay. And then he'll do CD uh, username, whatever it is, and he'll hit enter and LS again. I'm like, you know, you know what, it, like, you know what it is. Stop fucking doing that. Just hit CD, blah blah blah, blah tap, blah, blah, tap, just fucking do it. I can't Patience. stand, it, but Patience. but it. But it, it makes me confident that when it comes to performance reviews with this fuckhead, should be all right. I sh- I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'd be all right. It'd be fine. I'd be all right. It'd be fine. There's this thing, right? All right, I'm gonna try and all right. Because this, this I'm pretty proud of this little thing I did here. Because especially because I don't know Excel at like high levels, right? So here's what we do. We Try to make the results better for the end user. So essentially, we're finding, we're fine-tuning some things, right? Yeah. And before we can send that out to you, send that out to the user, we have to test it in-house, yeah. and then we gotta like, we do data, like data quality on the data, mm-hmm. right? So there's this thing that we have to look at. Start with just high-level numbers, right? And before I got there, what they did was they took the high-level numbers, they put it in an Excel sheet. And they would be like, all right, the last twenty, the last twenty runs that we had done, is to do, and then on the current run, do any of these look weird? So there's like ten columns with a whole bunch of numbers. Like, does any of these look weird? If they look weird, we got to investigate it. So I was like, well, this is fucking dumb. It's kind of hard. And we have like nineteen iterations of this iteration. We got to compare them all. Blah blah blah. I did this dope ass thing. It was actually kind of hard, <laughs> looking back on it. But I took like the average of like the current build the average of all 20 runs and the average of the previous build. And then I built some fucking dope ass formulas where it was like, uh, this current run divided by the current build, the previous build, all 20, the standard deviation of it. But here's the real, this is my, this is my shiny moment. When you would add a new row, right? Add a new row or yeah, add a new row of a new run. The formulas would be all out of whack. It wouldn't include the last run. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that every damn time. So I did this sweet-ass index run where it always takes the last run. No matter how many runs, you can add 13 runs at once. 
it all will be fucking great. And it and you don't have to specify if it was like the old run or the new run or the new build or the old build because they're all named a certain way. Zach, I crushed it. Yeah, dude, it's like I think your performance review will be fine. If you're doing shit like that, you'll be alright. Yeah, maybe. You're an innovator. I wouldn't say that. Hey. Don't shortchange yourself. Oh, I won't, I mean, I won't when it comes to that, but... How do you measure yourself with other golfers? My height? That's for Caddyshack. Yeah. Whew. Time's like up. It. Quarter after quarter nine almost. It's almost 11, bro. Wow, I gotta do homework tonight. Ugh. I gotta get up at five. I do not. Well, 5.30 is when Ava's been getting up, so... Nice progress. I like, to, I like to get up in front of that. Yeah. I like to be. I don't want to wake up to her yelling. I want to get I, up. Maybe I don't want to adopt a kid. Uh-huh. Maybe you don't. <laughs> my parents stayed in my house the second half of their stay, so I took Thursday and Friday off. Yeah. Well, I took Friday off, so I only took. Let's just say I only took. Eight, I only took eight hours PTO, but I took Thursday and Friday off. Um, and it was like the first night. It's a Wednesday night, Thursday morning. I slept till eight fifteen. Damn. And I walked downstairs because, like, because June was like, "I'm gonna go wake up, Grandma, is Bob Bill." Apparently, I don't fucking know. Walked downstairs like eight fifteen, and I was like, "I was like, how did you sleep?" I'm like, "I feel unbelievable. Like, I'm I'm so, I'm just happy." Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't get. It. Like, I just woke up three hours after I yeah. usually do, and on the weekends I get up at like seven. Which is late, but like it's with a kid hit me in the fucking face. I mean, damn, why, why would you go downstairs and make breakfast? I'm like, because I don't want to. I just want to <laughs> sleep. Why don't why are you sleeping? Yeah, man. We got this uh, alarm clock for the big kids, and it it glows green when they can get up. So they're not allowed so to get out it. of their beds until the clock is green. And it's great until my daughter gets a wild hair up her ass, where she's like, I am not standing. She just yells from her bed until somebody comes and gets her. Okay. Cool. But she's three. And what the fuck does she know? She just wants to be out of bed. Yeah. And my son is just like, he'll sleep all day if you let him. (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck if Abe was screaming or not. He's just like, whatever, I'm going to keep sleeping. (laughs) That's good, though. No, it's great. And they share a room, so it's even better. I gotta get a bigger house eventually. Someday. Actually, we've been looking for houses. Like, we want to do the whole like, if possible, do the whole like, buy a house and have it remodeled before we move in, and have that be part of the loan. Yeah. Um. Because like houses here, they're fucking expensive. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like they're cheaper yeah. than they're cheaper than. Like downtown or southern Baltimore, um, because you know that's where most of the intel is in this area and where most of the money is in this area and stuff like that. But like Bel Air is also a little bit more expensive. If we move down to like northern Baltimore, it's going to be cheaper. So what we've been looking at is trying to find like a house that's like right around 200k and then putting maybe a hundred into Reno. Sounds great. I wish I could have done that. Right? <laughs> we're, we did a 14-month lease. Uh, or uh, 
rent, whatever you want to call it. Lease. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so we are at, what, five months in now? Yeah. So we're thinking, you know, we start looking seriously in the next two or three months, start co- talking to a contractor and stuff like that, seeing what's available. It might be doable. Yeah. So. I just want, you know, I have like an acre now. Three bedrooms with three kids is just tight. Yeah. So I just want I want more land and four bedrooms and anything anything shy of like three hundred I gotta put probably sixty, seventy into it. Yeah. So I don't know. That's the other that's the other thing we've been like Kate and I are both in the same spot. <laughs> yes. <that> like, <laughs> Kate and I are both in the same spot that, like, we can't decide whether we want to live in the middle of nowhere with a ton of land or in the middle of the city and, like, access to everything. Yeah. (laughs) I think either one we would be happy. Where we wouldn't be happy is in the suburbs in the middle of a fucking uh, housing development with no bars that we could walk to and, you know no social life to speak of like <laughs> if we can have land and be nowhere nowhere near annoying neighbors that would be great or if we could be downtown and be able to walk to the bars and have to deal with my dog barking a little bit because she has social anxiety then <laughs> whatever right we just put that dude our fucking dogs they cost us two grand in the last month Nope. That's, <laughs> no. No. Maybe dead. And, Maybe dead. And and one of them is probably still going to cost us a couple extra hundred bucks. I cannot get um, this booger. We got so Holly had to go and get put completely down, like, uh, and had a tumor removed from her mouth. Um, not cancerous, thank goodness, because that would have cost even more money. Um, but that was a twelve hundred dollar procedure. Um, Jesus. <laughs> she had a big when we first moved in. Maisie was like shit and blood everywhere. And Tess took her to the vet and she was like, What's my what's my limit? And I was like, I don't think I, I don't think you want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. That's where Tuck's at right now. So our other dog, mm-hmm. Tuck. Not a lot. A few hundred. He started having diarrhea and like it turned into bloody diarrhea and he's got these like fucking lumps growing out of his butt because it got so irritated. And so we took him in and they're like, yeah, we think it's just that his butt is so irritated from the diarrhea that it's getting inflamed. But they're like, it could be tumors. (laughs) <laughs> like, we don't want to we don't want to operate on it until we know that it's not tumors so just like switch up his diet and here's some anti-inflammatory and here's a $500 vet bill <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ yeah fucking dogs man yeah never again that's what I told Kate ever ever again I could I could what's funny is before I met Kate I was strictly a dog person, right? Like, didn't really... Like, I like... I could get along with cats if they were friendly, but I didn't ever want to own one or anything. And Kate was the opposite. She could get along with friendly dogs, but didn't really want to own one, but I already had Holly. And 
So she fell in love with Holly after we started dating, and I got her a pet cat because I knew she loved cats. And Aria was our first cat. That was the one I got her. And Aria was good. She was all right. Um, but then, yeah, you know, like she, she was friend, she was friendly with me, but she was more of Kate's cat and that's the way cats are, right? Like they, they choose an owner, um, cats, but Aria was becoming a pain in the ass in the middle of the night. She would get bored and want to play. And so Kate convinced me to get another cat and that cat was Archer. And Archer is my boy, man. This dude is fucking chill as hell. Like, fucking sit on my shoulder. And, like, he is a baller, man. (laughs) And he has made me fall in love with cats. Because, like, he just is chill with me. I don't think I ever want to own a dog again. Like, after the dogs that we own die. Like, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love dogs. Always have, always will. But they take so much maintenance. Yeah, you, pretty over it. You, you own a cat. Over a lot of shit. <laughs> you own cats, you can go away for a fucking, like, week. Yeah. You just leave, leave, clean the litter box before you leave. Leave them, some, like, a ton of food, and you're good to go. <laughs> the funny thing is, I am saying no more pets, but, like, if Tess is like, can I get a dog or a cat, or I'll divorce you, I'm like, I can go get a cat. Well, yeah. You know, yeah, fuck it, divorce me, I don't really care. But... I'm also, over like, also, when it comes to like going I'm abroad, there's like you go abroad, people don't want you to own a dog in a rental house, but like you can own cats all day long. No one gives a shit about cats. We've covered a lot of stuff tonight. So yeah. much, all the stuff. This has been fun, but I'm gonna have to wrap it up because I'm fucking tired as balls. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, take your take your happy asses to sleep. I um, do some homework, so. Dude, this has been fun. We gotta do it again, yeah. for sure. For sure. Now, Adam, being our only loyal listener. Yes, sir. Are you gonna lo- are you gonna listen to this one? Oh, don't! It's awful. Don't ever listen. <laughs> don't to yourself. listen. So to bad. I feel like I have no, to. No, you don't. <laughs> so bad. You, you must. I think you want to, and then you're like, "Oh God, what?" Are the, I mean, I'm, what are I'm the always going to try to listen. You're like, "Wait, wait, did I just say the word the? What a fucking idiot! <laughs> Why did I say that that way? So stupid." <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing I will say. I have to listen to myself talk every day when I'm editing my videos. Oh yeah, so that's you fair. Go. You got Used practice. Yeah, there's nothing worse uh, than the sound of your own voice. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird one. You know, you're editing. Yeah. All right, fellas. Thank you. Yep. See you. See you.